Also, hey, Will. Hi. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling great. I got nine hours of sleep because we've tricked the dog into sleeping till noon. I'm going to hot out the gate, let everybody know that this Wednesday is the RTX panel. It's going to be at 4 p.m. Eastern, and it's going to be on uh, Rooster Teeth. So we're going to be doing that special event uh, on Wednesday. That's the most important thing happening on Wednesday. It's Uh, like a double podcast week. It's like a double podcast week, and we will be doing, uh, you know, Q&A and taking some questions and all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff. So and yeah, totally not watching the Sony thing on our phones simultaneously the at the it. same time while taking questions. Absolutely not. That's we unprofessional never, as that's, fuck. That's rude as shit. Who else would? Who would dare? We're gonna totally be doing the RTX panel, and never mind the background noise or the events happening outside of that. Don't context. worry about it. Okay, good. So that'll be at four p.m. Uh, on Rooster Teeth's website, and that's uh, Eastern, by the way, Eastern Eastern time, and we'll be um, we'll be you know tweeting out more details about it. But uh, yeah, nothing else to worry about going on at that time. All good. Don't worry about it. Can you can you hear your TV at the same time as what we do here? Oh, I don't I don't need to hear my TV. So what I do. What I do when I when I secretly watch an event while I'm doing this is I pop this shit open. And then on the other, with the big monitor, because I got chat here and I got the camera there so everybody thinks I'm paying attention to them. And then at the corner of my eye, I am like, I look over and it, that, that's muted. And then I got that chat up there. And then in between the poggers, people will repeat a number or like a price. I'm glad to see that you've got a system tell. in place. Hey, Poggers, is that yeah. that uh, that Chuck E. Cheese? It is that Chuck E. Cheese you, meme. Yes, okay. that's right. We all, all know right. that Chuck E. Cheese invented the Poggers. Just checking. Just checking. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn. They're turning on the fun, aren't they? Wooly, in the past week, in the literal one-week period since we last spoke, the streaming slash YouTube game has become dramatically more competitive mm-hmm. as we not only have a new suite of English-speaking anime women, one of which is a rapper, but we also have restaurant mascots getting in on this shit. Yep. Yep. I came prepared. I haven't busted out the big guns yet, but let it be known that the arsenal is there is ready and i just need to hit the gundam launch button um what are you waiting for uh i am i am very occupied with time-consuming projects i i hate saying that all the time but it really is what it is it's it becomes more annoying the more weeks you say it i know it's like just tell us what the thing is it's a gigantic video series project that takes infinite amounts of time and research to do and double check and triple check and put together so i can't possibly just throw it out there uh, like it's it's more than a month it's more than two months you know it's a you should, you know massive you project 
You know, instead of instead of that, what you should do? You should put up a video that's twenty five minutes of you like slapping your belly and going. Yes. Well, that's possible. You should too. do that. That's possible too. But you know, um, yeah. Like it's this is the reason why. <laughs> You have to realize that, of course, like once you get into the the not that once you get into the more video essay game, like a bunch of people we uh, we're friends with do, you kind of have a much more scarce release schedule because it takes forever to make these fucking things. You yeah, know? that's why so many of them will go to Patreon because it's like, dude. Yeah, I mean, fucking views. What? Uh, you know, and, and, but like the thing is, is that like you'll get a massive, like, uh, Clemps will drop an amazing video. It'll fucking do, um, well. And then it's going to take a while because that, that thing was highly edited. It was a, it's the difference between, um, a, a, a film release versus like our fucking daily soap operas, you know? Telenovelas. Yeah. We're shooting on camcorders. We're doing, and they're out there making films. We're, we're, we're shooting, Fucking uh, 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 spicy, uh, spicy plots with our abuela involved in the background, and 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 you know exes returning from the dead on shitty fucking cameras while they're filming films. So I remember when I when I spoke to Clemps originally before he had done any streaming, and then right after he had done streaming because he does. He does both, right? He's a he's a really good example. He does the video essay, but then he'll be like, "Oh, plenty if if no, pipity pip," right? Um, the streaming is like a pressure release valve of, "Oh my god, I could just sit down and mm-hmm. and do something, and it's it's fucking done." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I hit the button. It's mm-hmm. over. Oh wow! But I like. I don't even know how to make things over more than a day. I like I like mixing it up. I like doing different things every once in a while, and I keep it spicy. And part of that is every once in a while getting into a like lengthy, highly edited type of video. But I obviously haven't done a ton of those. But but it's something that I I, I have an interest in for sure. But the time consuming aspect of it is definitely the least favorite, uh, you know, part. But yeah. I have I have fucking I have I have uh, uh, armors waiting to deploy, you know, and we just uh anyways, once it drops and people, I, you know, are seeing the thing it feels good, so it's worth it. I got to say, Wooly, I can't think of a better analogy for the difference between you and I as you discuss the long-term project you are making. I can't sit still enough that I am now running my fidget spinner. Yeah. Which I have now, literally, because I need something to do mm-hmm. in this this two seconds that I'm not talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, as you did say, the landscape has changed uh, very drastically, and uh, you know, Chuck E. Cheese getting in the game is uh, again quite timely because I think the weirdest thing is that it's a hand puppet. I mean, they had a couple of options of how to play it. Um, again, I feel like uh, the, the the timing couldn't couldn't be better because, from my understanding, they're currently Chuck E. Cheese is currently in the middle of filing for Chapter Eleven, 
Uh, oh, yeah. As far as I understand, that is what's happening right now. So that directly translates to uh, get together with some people, put some masks on, and film a commercial that says, Hey, kids, COVID is over. Come on back to Chuck E. Cheese. You know what cures COVID? Pizza. Get on out here. It, we'll yeah, put it all over the pizza it. and then bring it back to everyone you love. You know what they really should do? Mm-hmm. Come to Chuck E. Cheese, the inspiration between, but behind the hit video game Five Nights at Freddy's. There you go. They should do that. Come see the animatronic terror that inspired that robot whose name I don't, I don't know of. I mean, look, I don't know th- Like the place is about to shut down, and uh, they're also advocating for kids to come and spread disease. So. Uh, we I are mean, let's pretty be real. Close. All those types of, all those types of places are, were already where kids would go to spread disease. Yeah, but now they're telling they're now they're putting commercials out to advertise it. It's great. Shoutouts to the edit where someone just where the, where uh, Chucky hits the, the the light switch for fun and then a nuke just goes off. <laughs> what a per- what a perfect mascot for such a place th- like a rat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheese might as well be what, a plague rat. What, what method? Yeah, what better uh, conduit delivery system <laughs> of the illnesses than the rat itself? I feel bad. It's for not rats a mouse, right? It's it a rat. Even the rats, right? Yeah, it's a rat. It's a rat. I feel bad for rats because it wasn't even rats. It was the fleas, but fleas aren't big enough to see from far away. And you just go, ah, it's that rat. And you stomp it. Not to mention, I don't think bugs make great mascots. Let's be real. Bugs do not make great mascots unless they are bees. That, yes, yes, true. You can do that. And you people can do other bugs too, but it's really, really rough. Bees happen to be cute enough. Um, I genuinely believe the only reason why bees get a free pass is because they're kind of furry looking. Yes. And that means our, our, our mammal brain goes, ooh, I could pet a bee. Exactly. And you can pet a bee. Exactly. It's, it, it reminds it's why, you of uh, a mammal. It's why moths can be cool. Yep. Um, Maya the bee gets away with it. Uh, Santo Beguito does not. Yeah, the praying mantis sonic friend is not going to... Just not gonna doesn't work it's out. Not gonna cut it. Doesn't work out. Where's um, where's where's the where's the furries for for the grosser insects? The stuff that's not cute or pretty or fun. I mean, I'm sure that exists, but it's the same thing about asking people. Hey, how come so many of you were Cleopatra in a past life? Did Cleopatra just have like a giant soul that split between eight hundred of you dumbasses? Mm. Didn't we? Oh, oh, wait. We actually asked this question on a previous podcast a while ago. Yeah, crawlies, different names, whatever you want to call it. If there's a couple in Japan, then that's fine. I mean, to be honest, I, I'm I'm not surprised to hear that there's people that are bees and or moths and or butterflies. Butterfly, butterfly, you know? ladybug. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. Ladybugs, definitely, absolutely. But like, um, you know, who's out there fucking around as a rhinos- uh, rhinoceros beetle? You know, who's out Camera there? Writer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I mean that that's the answer to that question. Who's out there going? One of Japan's greatest heroes. Okay, is a, is you a know bug what? man. You know what the problem? The problem was rhinoceros beetles too cool. Um, we got it. <laughs> it's really 
really cool. We got to drop that shit down to lame. Okay. Who's going around uh, as a spiritual potato bug? Nobody. No one's rocking the potato bug. Nobody's interested. I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a contingent out in Ireland, but aside from that. You know, let's be real, right? It, it, I think that the bias is towards that which is cool or, or like, um, cute. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's, uh, coming in with a, a, a an affinity towards a fucking, uh, uh, bed bug. Nobody wants that yeah. to be that. Nobody wants that. Who wants to be a dung beetle? Some, some people. Some people want to be dung beetles. They want to roll it to a ball. And okay. Defend their territory. You know, the tick, right? Yeah. Everybody loves the tick. Yeah. But that's, that's, here we go. That, that's the theory. You know, I, I, there we go. We did it. That's, the, I think, I think it's a more, most, there, there's, a, there's a couple out there. There's a couple, but there's a lot of random ass, forgettable, gross insects that people want nothing to do with that they, no one thinks is cute or cool. And, uh, you know, and I, like, I'm not like, like, obviously slugs. Oh. Have have made their their comeback, thanks Sonade, you know, and 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 you got your worm people out there for sure, but yeah, there's there's some there's some some gross ass random. Oh, I bugs described people as worms go. long before I knew furries existed. Mm-hmm. 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 That can that's gone all the way around to be like a human trait, wormishness. Ugh. Slugs, worms, snails. Anything that secretes is going to be a problem because they secrete. You know what? I'll need your permission, obviously, to make this unanimous. I want CSB to be a strong anti-secretion podcast. No secretion. I get out of here. No, I, I don't. I don't I, I, I don't agree. Um, I want every part of my body that is currently secreting any liquid mm-hmm. to stop. No, no. I accept I accept some secretions. I do. I happen to like snails. I think snails are really cool. I would see them in Grenada. They'd stick to things. I find them to be cute. I find them. I think the coolest thing about snails is they're just like they're the slowest fucking things in the world. Yeah, and then when they're like, "What the fuck is that?" They got the coolest shell to back up into. I think snails are cool. You know, I'm out of here. I'm done with this slorp. So you know, and then every once in a while, you you'd find well, actually, pretty often you'd find the empty shell. You know. Of a, of a snail that's gone beyond and it's like hey look it left its own gravestone I've never thought that once that being said I've never found a snail once like the shell I mean there's a lot of sna- found there, snails there's a lot, a lot of snails in, a lot of snails in Grenada yeah well anyway what'd you do all right, so what I have done today is nothing so far. Okay. But I do have great news for me. Last Friday, 
we took our our wonderful fat stupid oinking child Zangief to the vet for his final round of shots. Oh my god! Finally, god damn it! The time period of wondering if every patch of grass the dog wanders near has every single dog killing disease on the planet on it is done. The dog is now immune to everything for one year. And like you you anybody's watched any content I've made over the past like, you know, month or two, like we call the dog a fat boy all the time. The dog had to get a bunch of shots, right? Like five, six different injections. Was it one Boosters, of those cool? Was one of those crazy one. like arms with the multiple needles that comes? Something into like zzz- that. <laughs> so what you do, right, is you grab the dog by whatever the flabby part is, and in this case, is the back, and you got to bam, 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 bam. It takes a while, right? Mm-hmm. When the dog got back to the car, he had visible dried blood on his back because he had to get stuck so many times. Upon talking to the vet, hey, was he a good boy? She said, oh, he didn't even notice because he was eating cookies. Wow. Wow. Um, the dog brain turn off when food around. It's, I've never seen anything like it. I've had a lot of dogs. I've known a lot of people with dogs and dogs are, 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 are gluttonous wow. creatures. This is crazy. The dog was being actively stabbed a lot. But no, 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 like, okay. And that's that armored Zangief shit. It absolutely is, but it needs cookie. It needs power up. And bonus, we have taught the dog many tricks now. We've got sit. We've got lie down, which only works about half the time. We've got stay. We've got high five. The dog will high five you now. Okay. Okay. But if you're not visibly holding food in your hand, zero of these commands work ever. Mm-hmm. They have a 0% success. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I asked the dog to sit, and he looked at me, and he looked at my hand, and he barked and turned around and tried to run away. Yeah. Like, full on not giving a shit. Yeah, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> now, that eventually, you have to... From what I... I was listening to a podcast where a dog trainer was talking about this, and he kind of mentioned that, like, you have to work in the alternating treat-no-treat system. Yeah, so we're currently at... The, we need to get it down to a 100% of the time with the treats, which we're almost at. And then you do 90% of the time there's a treat, and 10% of the time there's, oh, good boy, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to trick the dog until eventually the dog is so stupid that they don't remember the treats were even involved at all. Or it's or it's a buildup where it's like you got to do this a couple times, and then after a couple times you're building up a reward, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well – I'm glad that the dog at least understands the concept of high-fiving because what happens now is when we we walk him and there are people on the street, the dog sits down and tries to high-five them. Did you see that? Which uh, is adorable as shit. Did you see that video of the chicken? Yes. Game Design 101. There's a chicken and every time it pecks a pink circle, you give it a treat. 
and then someone is handing the treats out and someone else is remixing the circle with a bunch of other circles mm. constantly, frequently, and randomly. And the chicken keeps identifying the pink circle. And you're like, yeah, that's video games. That's, that's, that is exactly what you're that's doing to people. That's just video games. Have you seen the dog that can do a EX Hadoken? Yes, I did. People wanted to know. I don't want to hear that motions are difficult anymore. Um, I saw a dog do it. There's a really great video by Corey Gaming about why motion inputs still exist. And yep, and that's the video that I that's where I saw that dog doing a token in it. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's worth checking out, and um, he he presents a pretty good argument for you know in general. Um, so shout outs to that channel. Uh, so actually, right now, dog is not in the house at all. Dog is taking his first journey to a dog park to make new friends and also run his ass to sleep. So, god damn it. Oh, I'm so glad that we passed that hurdle. There you go. The awful, awful hurdle that is, take your dog out and have it meet new people and new dogs. But if you don't know the dog, make sure the dog doesn't go to dog parks. Because if the dog goes to the dog park, they can get that dog cough or the parvo. And then the dog kills your dog or other people. You don't know what's on their hands. You can't go on really popular streets, even though you have to introduce them to as many different types of people. And you can go hang out with your parents and their dog. But if you have their dog, they go out. Fuck. Everything is like a, a dice roll on maybe your dog will just die. Your, your, your weird bubble boy can now see the outside world. Yes. It's great. Very happy. I'm you glad. know, I'm also. You realize the importance. Also, of very that. happy about. I don't have to keep watching the movie that I watched last night. No, two nights ago. <sighs> Breen. Because of the incessant whining of one peach saliva and nudging from checking out some red letter media videos. We ended up sitting down and sitting through fucking Twisted Pear by Neil Breen. What year is that? Wooly, have you have you seen Twisted Pear? Not even remotely. Have you seen the trailer for Twisted Pear? No, I want to say the last Neil Breen uh, anything I saw was him uh, at his ball sack floating in the pool. Was that Faithful Findings? Uh, that was him hacking all the internets, and then... No, that was Double Down. You're thinking of Double Down. Double Down. Double Down. Yeah, okay. So, but you've seen two Neil Breen movies then. You've seen Faithful Findings and Double Down. And they're they're pretty good. Yeah? Yep. This... The... I... Twisted Pair is to Fateful Findings as DMC2 is to DMC1. Okay, okay, but here's the problem. Here's the problem when you set that up. Is this new? Uh-huh. Is this new? Yeah, it's, 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 it's the newest one, man. Okay, 2020. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think maybe 2019. Okay. Does he know? No. I don't believe that. I think he knows. No. And the problem no, he doesn't. What, the problem is that once they know, it's kind of over. Wooly, 
There is absolutely no way that he knows. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. 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 And the audience numbers increasing, the the downloads increasing. Also, people have mentioned, and I'm aware of that the last film he made was a filmmaking course, in which he, he demonstrates efficiently that he very much does not know at all does he think that his success is just happening yes. organically yes okay mm-hmm. okay all right so twisted pair i a lot of people say this about a lot of movies when the plot is somewhat confusing i don't know what that movie was about a lot of people are confused neil breen is a tommy Wiseau currently in the wild Untamed, uncaught, no master ball. He's he's out there just grazing, lashing out, and uh, he's being observed at the moment by many with binoculars. Like, the, okay, so the movie only has three locations in the whole film. One is a university that let him uh, film in their campus always and like the restaurant is like just the patio where people would have lunch and the secret base is just the front of their library and so on and so forth to his credit the movies have had different locations Mm -hmm. um uh a house in what looks like la like a one-story house you know has a pool and stock images yes so Wooly, i'm gonna i'm gonna keep talking about this but while i do that i'm gonna just need your brain to fully comprehend what i'm talking about so i'm gonna pull up the twisted pair uh trailer for you all right now you don't even need to watch this you just need to skim it and pick out a random 30 seconds <laughs> You know what? The first 30 seconds Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. do it. Um, (sighs) Maybe a third of the film's total runtime is him green screened onto still images that look like wallpapers. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In this film, he has superpowers. And he in, doesn't know. You, at the 40 second mark, you can see him jump with his superpowers. It's a man across a building. He's green screening himself onto stock footage. And there's and there's stock <laughs> piano being played. I mean, hmm. he doesn't know. Hmm. There's a scene in this film in which a roundtable of people just go programmable matter, programmable AI, secret agencies are ready. It will be a telepathic mindscape. We're on the verge of mind hacking. And there are at least three times in which scenes or audio from scenes are just played in, in their entirety again. So you don't think that after significant like growth in 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 noise being being made about him 
that he's not going to like catch on and and get spoiled and go the go the we so kind of route no is is no you're, you're is neil you, breen you are giving a level of credit here that i don't believe is warranted is he, neil breen is 61 Wooly. is he incorruptible is he unyielding yes he will not he can't be changed oh, 61 means he's really old so he might not fucking get it mm. why would he get it yeah he might be too old to ever actually get it shit yeah dude okay that's even, good even that's when good. we started making fun of him he was in his 50s yeah 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 okay no that's good if he's too old to ever understand it that's fucking perfect i mean dude tommy wiseau doesn't get it he does though that's the problem he kind of does and it's and sure? with the hollywood level yes at this point and like whenever he shows up places live and he's done things he does he does you know it's it's kind of over at this point but i mean that if you want you can watch either his five make five hour filmmaking course or the rlmn breakdown of his filmmaking course he doesn't get it he doesn't know yeah no and, that is um this this looks like Twisted Pear feels like he's made some movies and he's got some success. And what he thinks is that now he's established so he can do the really weird shit. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, this, this movie's plot, there's nothing. There's actually nothing there. I challenge someone to tell me the plot of this. Also, it's the first Neil Breen movie that made me so uncomfortable that I almost considered like not watching it because there's an early scene in which Neil Breen bumps into a lady on a st- on the street and she's like, "Ew, get away from me, you creep!" And he starts like begging her to meet up at eight o'clock, and then he shares a moment with a homeless guy, like, "Yeah, she'll be back." Uh, old school and then he comes back at eight o'clock and the homeless guy's like oh she didn't show up man he's like damn it i'll follow her home old school and and then he follows her home yep and breaks into her house there you go and then is it's played like a horror movie because the shadows are everywhere as she's trying to make dinner and then he sneaks up on her and says how dare you and starts to hit her and call her a bitch and throw her onto the couch. And then they awkwardly wrestle for like five minutes until he's like, until she's like, ah, oh, glad you're home, honey. And they have an awkward nuzzle. And it turns out they're husband and wife. And it was all a, a trick for the audience. Uh-huh. And it's and like the feeling of just like, what am I? F- where is uh, no? Hey. Don't don't judge don't judge couples in their CNC. <laughs> People can get up to their own thing. Uh huh. Um, Neil plays two characters. The character the the lady plays his wife. Plays three characters. None of which are okay. Wooly. There is a piece of tape in this movie mm-hmm. that has a mustache drawn on it. It's painter's masking tape that has had a fake mustache drawn on it. 
it is passed around to different characters. Because the movie only has about 12 total actors. So there are dupe, there are duplicate actors that just put on the 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 fake tape dude mustache. Like that's the part like there's things that hit that level that make me go, "Come on, Skynet has to be self-aware." You know what I mean? Like when you hit that level I uh but anyway. So okay. It it, it right. is it is the worst movie. I have ever seen. Well, I love the idea that he's now teaching classes, though, slash, or just rather recording himself teaching classes. Um, I like, I like this, uh, uh, narrative where he is the Francis Ford Coppola of his own world that, uh, has gotten recognition before he even, uh, 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 took he who's who's getting recognition in the wild for his work and he's he's un he's unrefined you know he has not yet been uh 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 like hardened out and tempered into his final form yet and uh i'm guessing that like red letter is is if they're covering essentially powering him. That's what I'm saying. Like if they're covering his shit on a regular basis and sending people his way, like at some point he's going to go like or someone is going to be like, "Hey dude, like all these people keep mentioning mentioning RLM, like at some point he's going to find the reviews." No, it won't matter. It won't matter. They don't get my genius. Wooly, you maybe were in a goddamn art program. No, you know disillusioned artists. That's what I, I'm going to say. Maybe the same brain that allows these things to exist also insulates him from ever like cracking open the shell and allowing the understanding to come through. Like maybe it protects him. It protects like, him, like like and like a keke genkai, <laughs> like so. <laughs> maybe I, it shields him completely and allows him to make it within that same dome. Yes, I, I, I genuinely don't know how to talk more about the film because it's so nonsensical. It it like there's I don't I don't know, but there are two other things I want to mention. One is um, I legitimately thought that the video file that I acquired was broken over and over and over. Because he's using all these photoshops and stock images and all this. So they ha- so scenes have a tendency to freeze on still frames for upwards of 45 seconds. With absolutely no movement at all. It looks Fuck like yeah. a gift that stopped loading. Fuck yeah. And the second one is the final shot of the movie right before the credits. I just sent to you, Wolves. Is... Cade Altair will return. That's a fucking fire name. That which name means, rules. Which means that the next movie will be tw- uh, the sequel Fuck. to Twisted Pair. Cade Altair? Well, yeah, because there's Cade and Kale. Oh, my God. And they're the Twisted Pair. That's strong. You see, they were abducted as twins by the entity and given superpowers. So they can hot mind hack... The telepathic neural net. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I can repeat a bunch of things that the movie said. I can't tell you what they are. 
do you think what's the co- what is what is the 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 cocktail here is it obviously you have a heavy dose base like two parts two parts no self-awareness right one part narcissism mm-hmm. and i'm like what what else do you throw in to create because i'm like it, 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 you need to be un- 30 years of failure um 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 one part cost sunk uh fallacy sunk cost yeah, fallacy. Sunk cost, yeah yes yeah that's it that's it that's what it is you've picked a path you're you're already you're narcissistic and uh you have no self-awareness so Wooly, yeah i can i can make this whole formula make perfect sense for you because you have met Neil Breen in his 20s. You have met the prototype man. The proto-man, if it would be. The prototype. Of what eventually becomes Neil Breen. The prototype. Yes, the prototype man. Gotcha. Are you familiar (laughs) with who I'm referring to? Now you can just sit there and you can just wait. And you'll see. <sighs> 20 more uh-huh. and we will have a neil breen of our own yeah well i mean not anymore but <laughs> that that's over there but uh okay the prototype yeah okay you see you see plus the pieces time. and how if you just let them gestate plus time they can go and someone shows Here's a camera. Here's how you hit the record button. Yeah, okay. All right. Hey, man, that sucks. No, man, you just don't understand. Yeah, okay. Hey, man, that didn't happen. No, yeah. no, you just weren't there. Yeah, yeah. Making reference, of course, to people that the audience has no idea exists. Has no idea who we're talking about. You can't possibly. And even if we said who they were, you they wouldn't know who Strangers that we know mutually that you guys don't know. Yeah, okay. You wouldn't, yeah. So stop guessing. You'd never figure it out. Gotcha. You'll never get it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Oh, also, also, last thing for my week. It's it's a short one because I didn't play anything new. I gave a I gave Parsec a shot. Right. Um, because uh, you had recommended it, mm-hmm. and I was looking into playing uh, playing online internet games with Plague of Gripes. And I was like, oh, you know what I love? I love roguelikes. So I went down the Steam list and got a massive list of roguelikes. Boy, there are a lot of them, and a lot of them are really good. And about half of them have some form of co-op. None of them have actual online co-op. Okay. Yeah. Streets of Rogue does. I? uh, Okay. And how was your touch? Uh, I ran, I didn't get to try it with Plague, because he's, he sleeps weird hours, but I tested it out with a friend of mine with Gungeon, and my experience was seamless and almost local. Right? It was yeah. way, it is, it's essentially, uh, now that, now that I've actually got to use it, I can understand it better than just you explaining it, but it's just Steam Remote Play, but way, way better. So, uh, I'm doing this all over getting to fighting games, Right. That's that's the current application. Uh, literally, prior to that, for 
the entire time now, I'm using it so that uh, Min can edit remotely on a stronger computer. And he does, and <laughs> so, and he uses Parsec for that, right? So I was, I was taught the person I tested with from was my fell my uh, my friend that I nicknamed Cool Lightning. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um, and after we were done, he was like, "Holy shit, I'm gonna get guys at work to fucking hop on this shit because we're all working from home, and this is way better than our work from home solution." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stupid. It's incredible. That's stupid. It's fucking incredible, right? And then I neglected to mention a feature. Because I didn't use it, I didn't have use for it in in, in my applications, my use cases. Because uh, when you when you I've mentioned that like you can connect to somebody and you can choose: do you give them access to the gamepad only? Do you want to give them access to the keyboard, keyboard or the mouse? Do you want them to only see one application or the whole desktop? Right? Yeah. And, so I set it up: he only gamepad, only Gungeon. Exactly. And so people connect, and if they don't, if you're not looking actively at Gungeon. They just see a window that says the user is playing something else, you know, or looking at something else. Um, so you have that. And then there's one other feature that I, I, I did mention because, again, it wasn't applicable here. But this is super relevant. You can go to – and it's a major pushed thing – the arcade. There is a tab called oh, this, arcade. This thing is kind of terrifying to me. Now, this is a, is a, is a fucking tab – that you click on that says, I'm playing this game. I want to sh- play with other people. And instead of sending to a friend or whatever, you just kind of go, I'm publicly sharing this game. And if someone wants to connect, they can only connect with whatever you access, give them access to, including like the controller, and they will then be your second player. You can straight up have a public arcade to play with people. And people have talked about getting matches of fucking Persona Ultimax going because uh, anyone can running, connect. There is a full lobby of uh, PlayStation 3 emulator and Super Bomberman R going down right now. Like, right this second. Um, yeah. This is... And I, I tried remote play Gungeon and this, and this is... I can't believe how little latency i was actually having to deal with i off the top of my head i felt like it was a single frame Mm -hmm. and then upon looking at the numbers it was two frames so um it's again not rollback but it's 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 damn good it's it's delay doing uh, the best it can and uh it is, again, in some cases, better than what the game has by default if it has nothing or if it has, like, a bad setup. Um, there's I'm going to say that's better than a huge amount of games by default. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good screen share. And um, what we're seeing with it, too, is uh, I want to give a shout-out to Angela Pickles and uh, Andy OCR who are running, like, Samurai Showdown tournaments. And they've been doing a setup where... Um, there, you run a tournament through Parsec and they've been trying to figure out how to make it so that it's fair because if one person has a local version running, someone connecting to them is always going to have the disadvantage, right? So what they're actually setting up is they're renting, um, either they're renting machines from Google server space and running an instance on a virtual machine and then having both players connect to that. So, 
they act they basically have a set instance of the game running uh on a virtual machine both people connect and play each other they access who connects and disconnects and when and, and how and whatnot and basically create a neutral circumstance for both players to connect and play under fair terms now i gotta say and this is my public service announcement as i am telling people that parsec is cool make sure that when your friends or strangers join that they only have gamepad control of course because there are three options that you can add that are not default keyboard mouse and can connect without your approval Mm mm-hmm don't don't click it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah, you're sharing your desktop with somebody. You want to make sure that you have that all, you know, set up. So be sure to go through your settings. Be, you know, uh, uh, double check it and make sure that you're not turning on any of the dangerous options. Which by default they don't turn on. You have to manually yeah. enable the dangerous stuff. But yeah, if yeah. you do, if you fu- if you like allow everything and 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 fuck off, you can just give strangers control of your computer. So that's a, that's a huge no. So now that I've been actually using this, and I you know I didn't actually you know play a bunch of games, just test it last night. All I can think of is, oh my god, what the fu- Stadia is the shittiest, most garbage thing in the universe. Its entire gimmick is just supplanted by this free app. Yep. Fuck. Yep. Like holy goddamn hell! It the whole it was here the whole time, and it was working, and it was good, and it's been around. And I told, like I said, they had an ad campaign where they were like, "Hey, get your fighting games to run on us. You'll probably like the results." You know, they're well aware. And then Stadia came along and. I guess, again, I feel like the problem is if you were to probably go back and look at like how Stadia happened internally, I bet you it was just a Google Lab project that then got pushed too far. Someone really and then excited said, we can take this lab project and make it compete with the market. And, and for some reason, got approval on that pitch when it should have and- stayed a lab project. Yeah, because it's the kind of thing. It's like, oh, this would be a great uh, product, and then the step of the product that you're always supposed to go on is, does this already exist? And you the know, answer's like kind of yeah. I mean, someone was 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 very excited uh, uh, about glass. I thought glass looked interesting, and then someone went, you know what? No, actually, and then they pulled back on it, and now they only release it in a cor- in a um uh, commercial context. They don't have it for like uh, uh, non commercial use. But it was one of those things where they just got too excited about something that should have stayed in the oven, you know? I don't know, man. Um, Parsec is great. I look look forward to managing to play a bunch of games that don't have online play online with this. With people that don't even have a copy that are just interested in checking it out. It, 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 It might as well be that they sat down on my couch. And it's because I heard you talking it up and like, I'll be honest, I, I thought that it couldn't be as good as you described. Mm. It is absolutely just as good as you described. Yeah, it's incredible. It was kind of interesting. I can't believe it's free. We were playing with um, we were playing Punch Planet and uh, Punch Planet has, you know, impeccable rollback netcode. And um mm-hmm. The devs 
were in the chat while we were playing and they were like, Hey, you know what? Yeah, no, use, use Parsec. Let's see how this, let's see how it goes, you know? Like, yeah. And, uh, we did and people were connecting that were, and it's just like, Hey, it's a, it's a trial of the game, you know, in that context. Like it, it is the part of, the part of this that, that, you know, obviously can, it can go places that depending on how the dev wants to play it might get some people in trouble. But the whole sharing the game part, I think, yeah. I think in, in the context I'm using it in, it is promoting the game in a way that, like, again, lets people get a feel for it and see what they like. I can see this getting into some territory that people might not be as enthusiastic about, you know? Uh, but you're sharing your games, you're sharing your screen with people and allowing them to play with you in what feels like a local environment. It's kind of magic. It's crazy. It's oh man yeah like it this is this has opened up just so many fucking games that and like Zoom like yeah like let me let me take a look let me like take, like Zoom one game and and uh, you know and and Discord and such it's a like pandemic ready solution to 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 current problems because there's one game that I feel is the absolute epitome of this desperately needs it mm-hmm. and that's crawl mm-hmm. crawl has no online play for Crawl is a roguelike dungeon crawler that works better with two three four people in it you can absolutely connect multiple computers to your system to play you can get you can get five people in for crawl absolutely that's fucking like, god damn it yeah yeah, I've owned that game since it came out, and I've never. Like, hell, so have you. I can see you on the the already owned this game tab. Only did three players. Uh, I've never played it. I played. I played it with. Uh, I played it with the uh, three. I never got to do five. So yeah, that's a perfect example. Um, I mean, yeah, this thing is 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 incredible, dude. And and you know, um, <sighs> okay. So if we get into like fucking theory world for a second, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What? So if- I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run the ultimate test, which is getting plague to play this. Mm-hmm. Right. If it works well for plague, everyone shut up. <laughs> Could you make a box that had HDMI and? input hijacked for a console so the box has an hdmi in and out pass through and then it has an ethernet port and then it has a usb from the console into the box so that inputs are sent well, you're literally just backwards creating the Stadia. <laughs> like you, you literally just created the Stadia backwards. Well, I because <laughs> I'm like, but what I'm thinking about is giving giving net play to consoles that don't have it. Yeah, but but the 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 idea is is that Stadia would always connect to a centralized service. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The reason why Parsec works so well is it says, fuck your centralized service. 
You don't need a fucking centralized service. Oh no, my my You just need to connect to this one person. There's one step you're missing on on that comparison. It's not a stadia because it has HDMI and input in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm t- I'm saying take your console, go grab that old game on that old console that you can uh uh, uh and and have it input into the box and then have the the network uh, 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 inputs go into the console so that you're playing lo- you're playing locally and someone is right. getting a screen share. So here's the okay. I'm just gonna type something in a, into into Google. How to use Parsec with Switch? How to play Mario Kart 8 and other Switch games on the Parsec website? Blog.parsec gaming. Uh, how? Uh, with a little bit of glue, elbow grease, and patience, we were able to figure out how to get it working on the Switch. You need a Switch and a Switch dock. You need... Uh, oh, you, j- you just jam your Switch into the- your capture card. But how do the inputs... And you screen share the capture card. But how do the inputs share? How do you share inputs? That's uh, the, like you need a brook adapter, which is the Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, uh, NCMI headless dongle. Oh, this is quite a bit more. Yeah, no, that's the step that makes no sense. You can share the okay. video. That's easy. I, okay, I, I there's, there's nothing. There's 21 we, steps to this. Yeah, I, I I'm I, like the, the the sharing the screen part is not an issue. We know how to do that. I can we can get past that. I'm talking about the input sharing with correct latency. You know, that's where none of this uh, currently works Just out. Just wait for the Switch emulator. I guess, but, I mean, there's something magic about, like, uh, yo, plug in that SNES and then signal switch it, HDMI out, and uh, fucking, you know, actually play play multiplayer. It's madness. It's well, absolute madness. It's, you could do it, but boy, would it take some work. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about, but, you know. Yeah, super impressed. But it would definitely Incredibly be impressed. it would be a hard, it would be a long way to go um over uh, over getting an emulator going. That that much is clear. Yes, to to get the hardware to actually do it. Uh there you go. There you go. Double dash, right? Warp zone. Mhm. Warp pipe, excuse me. That's what they got going on the GameCube. Uh they they had uh their own servers. Cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, not really. I'll be honest. I'm just I'm I have this big ass list of roguelikes, which includes Spelunky Two, which is soonish, and uh, fucking BPM comes out tomorrow. Oh my god! Uh, fuck yes! Hell yeah! Uh, so I actually what I went I went through last night. I went through and played half an hour of every notable roguelike on Steam. Um, which took me the entire day. Um, I don't even have time to describe them, but the following games are cool. Bad North is cool. Black Future 88 is cool. Children of Morta is cool. Dreamscaper is cool. Griftlands is cool. Gunfire Reborn is cool. Monster Train, Moonlighter, and One Step from Eden are cool. Yeah. Rogue Legacy 2 is cool, but has no content at all. Oh. No content at all. You can beat it in like two hours. 
If um, this is a weird list because One Step from Eden and Rogue Legacy are so far apart from each other gameplay wise, but they do both count. And yet they are right in that same genre. Yeah, that's I don't like that. That's not a, that's not descriptive enough. Then it's not being specific enough. Scourgebringer, Star. Oh fuck, Star Renegades. I did play Star Renegades. Have you played or seen Star Renegades? I don't think so. Have you you never even seen it? I'm going to take a glance. That that name could be a couple of things. That game is fucking hot. That is a a JRPG roguelike. That is a a turn-based RPG battle system roguelike. And the first thing I see on Twitter is that you can pet the dog. Yes. And it has like the most gorgeous pixel art style. I have seen in ages. But we, it's like the next step up from Octopath. You can pet the dog, but we don't recommend you do so. Oh my god, this is gorgeous. This is really, is that not really just pretty. fucking gorgeous? Wow, it's on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, uh, I picked it up. Uh, no, I didn't pick it up. They sent me a review code. Holy and, shit! Uh, I was like, I was like, holy shit. Okay, yeah, no. Uh, uh, um, this is fucking incredible. That's a done. That's done and done. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. That's beautiful. Star I Renegades. I don't have much to say about it other than it is gorgeous. Okay. And the combat system is really, really, really cool. Hot shit. It is, it's a, it's a RPG combat system where it's all about pushing your enemy's turn over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's great. How, it's fucking great. How quick is a run? How quick does it run? What do you no, how, like? How quick is a run? I don't know. Okay, because they can be pretty fucking long. Because like a run can be like hours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because it is it is essentially a run would be beating a mini JRPG. I because I what I really liked about um about uh <sighs> fuck. Um, the, 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 the one souls, uh, with the, damn it, I I always forget the name, but it's the one that, it's got the side scroller, roguelike, he's he's got a weird name, he's made up of goop, and he kicks, and there's, Dead Cells, Dead Cells, thank you, thank you, um, Dead Cells is, uh, I have satisfying eight minute runs, and I've had Mm -hmm. really, really crazy multi-hour runs, the, 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 rule of so i've i've been fucking around with these for a while and i'm i'm becoming becoming a big fucking fan of this genre mm-hmm. the sweet spot for most of these games is an hour right mm. is the the complete run is like an hour hour and a half um with with star renegades um an hour so you have to defeat three worlds essentially and each like I did day one of three of world one, and it took me like half an hour. Okay. And then after you do day one, you go to camp, and then you have a, a camping sequence in which you play cards between affection between your characters, and you have party dynamics Sick. and that kind of thing. Yeah, dude. And then you go to day two. Yeah. And then at the end of each world is a fucking super boss, and the super bosses are. You played uh, you remember the Nemesis system from Shadow of Mordor? Mhm. I was talking about it last week. It's it's that. Okay. It's a, a series of randomly generated like bosses that have personalities and weaknesses and shit 
that you you map out over the course of your of your runs. Yeah, I fall pretty hard for games like obviously Darkest Dungeon and Into the Breach. So um, that is that it, that looks like a potential uh, a, a love at first sight for me. I got I got to fucking see what's going on there. Cool. Oh, Death Road to Canada also counts. Yeah, that's that's a little fun one. I kind of I'm in that. Death Road to Canada is fun. Um, <laughs> you you got to space out. You got to space it out though. We played Death Road to the Death Roads. We played Death Road. Me, uh, uh, me and Punch Mom played a bunch of that in like a couple of quick succession runs, and like a lot of the same things started happening a lot of the time, and we kind of started to see a little bit too much behind the how the sausage was made, as it the were. Veil. Yeah. So the magic uh, kind of the, fades. There, there are even more games that I, I hadn't managed. Honestly, when I, I'm going to be going through these week after week. I'm probably going to be doing these for like a month. Um, so, like, what, I'll talk about them more then. What bit you? Thi- what's that? What bit you? What bit me? Well, what bit me is that I, 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 I'm in that weird rut where I don't know what to play. So I ended up just playing Gungeon. Okay. And then I'm like... Expand from I've, there. I... I have almost gotten all of the value out of Gungeon, right? I, I'm, I'm getting to, like, the 80, 90th percent mark of, like, completion. And the stuff that I have yet to complete is getting harder and harder and harder to do. So I'm like, okay, well, what else is out there? So I go and I hit the roguelike tag. And I'm like, oh, there's there's a lot. There's a lot in this genre. Oh, the other thing is Hades is coming out. And so I'm playing through them super giant games. Cool. Uh, I'm almost done Transistor. Um, that game seems pretty good. How is that? It seems pretty good. Cool. I don't... I'm very frustrated by one thing in Transistor. And I assume I will be told what it is, but until I get there and I like the answer, I'm just still frustrated. Um, and the answer is the question is what is the process? Okay. And it it is really frustrating to me that no one is talking about what is that shit. Uh, everything else about the game is a plus, but it's just like, yeah, come on. Um. Yeah, I don't really remember having a ton of questions once we get there, once I got through it. I think you're going to be pretty I think you will be satisfied I by the I assume they're play. just going to be like, "Haha." But here's another thing, happened. here's another thing too. And I mean, you're incentivized to do so, right? This is not, not to, it has nothing to do with your question, but uh are you like I've unlocked every single piece of dialogue I possibly could. And are you are you are you um yeah you're you're leveling up including the limiters. You're leveling up your 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 crew. Every single thing. Okay. Okay. Cuz that's what it it has led to battles that are way harder to win than they should be yeah. because I'm using shit that I fucking hate in slots that I don't want to. But that's my favorite part <laughs> about the game honestly is that when it comes to like Items, NPC, items are NPCs, are friends, are people, are consumable, not consumables, but the thing that you, you get a chip and you can equip it in, in a utility slot, in a weapon slot, and it also unlocks lore as you level it up. Those all being the same one thing is a process I'm fucking in love with. And I wish I could see that more often. 
there's the, the reward mm-hmm. for liking something that fits into a slot and how you want to set it up and whatnot is that you get more info about it, you know? So Imagine, I dig it, but I also was significantly frustrated about, like, my desire to get that stuff was high enough that I would just constantly switch my stuff out, and it led to maybe a third of the total encounters being ones I didn't enjoy because I felt like I was being forced to use stuff I didn't give a you, shit You about. weren't on your optimal build. Like, I'm like, I really, really don't like this ability. Okay, okay. But I have to use it in all three different slots, or else I won't know what the deal is. Hmm. Yeah, I I kind of I balanced heavily towards what I enjoy on that. But um, the uh, I was gonna say like uh, you know, if, imagine your soul's item description gets longer as you level up the the weapon, mm-hmm. and then imagine you could also put it on an armor slot as well. You know, that's uh, near does that. Yes. Come to think of it, Automata does. Yes, that. with the with the with the the stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say one last thing about the my jump into roguelikes before I describe them more later on in the coming weeks. Uh, I refunded a bunch of games after I bought them because they just weren't my thing. Like I got For the King, and that's like a board game. I didn't realize exactly what it was, so that's going back. But it's fine. It's just not for me, right? There's only one that I refunded that I'm like, this one is bad. And I don't get why it's very positive. And that's a game called Neon Abyss. Um, I legitimately don't understand why it is so highly reviewed. Because it just seems like a shittier side-scrolling dungeon. Like, it, it seems like almost the exact same type and style of dungeon with like a like a neon filter on it. But side-scrolling, but bad. Everything else, I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Or boys, that like the, the thing Noita. I don't know if you've seen that one. Noita. Every, every pixel simulated. Noita? No. Yeah, it's made by the by the Baba people, I think. Okay. Like, I'm playing it, and I'm like, this is really weird and not for me. I bet it's super cool. Neon Abyss is very pretty, and I'm seeing uh, bullet bullet hell patterns. Yeah. So that's... Like, I played Noita for like an hour, and I'm like, I don't get it. Why is this... I don't... I would just... I would just play... I would just shoot dudes at my wand and then get killed and be like, when is the cool stuff in the trailers? Oh, yeah. So this Neon Abyss thing, I guess, it looks like they're they're kind of going for like... um, Yeah, shmup plus... 2D side scroller. I think that's the that's the mm-hmm. intention there. So, yeah, I, I get it. That's a that's a combo that that does work. Contra proves it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't didn't care for that one. That's the only one that I came away from going like. Okay. This just feels like kind of a bad version of a game that I already have. Noita. Yeah this this one looks really weird. I thought um, for a second because there's a, I thought you were talking about Noitu Love Two. For a second? No, N-O-I-T-A. Yeah, I see it. The other one is the like, Conjack game. Because I was playing it, I played it for a bit, and it's like all I got to do was shoot things with like a really shitty wand. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the trailer, and there's all this cool environmental stuff, and I'm like, I didn't get to do any of that. Why didn't I get to do any of that? There's a lot of, there's a lot of good indies Sadness. out there. And... Um, 
that's a genre button that you click on that exposes you to a fuck ton of them because that is a really easy well not easy but that is a very clean way of making your small game last a lot longer right by having remixed levels there used to be one that you played as like a spaceship and you would go on missions and it was very anime do you remember what the name of that is it was popular like three years no anime Hmm. Because yeah. I was gonna say Deep Sea Derelicts is uh is um um Darkest Dungeon Space, but Oh FT not FTL, but FTL also. FTL put that on the list. Not, Holy shit. Yeah, no. What uh Zero Wing? Is that it? No, not Zero, Zero Galaxy. Wing. That's what it was. Galax- it was Galax- Z. Z. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Galax Z. They show they're at every con. They're another uh high traveling team that makes it out to to every booth set up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Galaxy put has been that around. on the list. Z- that, zero I, wing, I zero think... wing is fucking all your base, man. Yeah, I know. I, that I am aware of. Add to. There are so fucking many of these, mm-hmm. and there are like three or four that just came out. Like you know, Spelunky Two is coming out. Yeah, like yeah, dude. There's always week. there's there's always always many many many, and like there's the the indie game community is like also like pretty uh. Well, I don't want to say tight knit because it, it it just there's a lot of people that you'll you'll follow like one game account and see they're retweeting each other and pushing each other and stuff. So they're pretty healthy with uh, this stuff. So if you kind of go to any one of these particular indie accounts and just kind of go through the timeline, oftentimes you'll see retweets of other cool shit. No, not deep space waifu. Deep space derelicts. You said deep space derelicts. Deep sky derelicts. Deep sky derelicts. Is a little. Is that the one? It's 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 space darkest dungeon a little bit. Oh boy, is it space darkest dungeon? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I played that uh, last year. How is that compared to darkest dungeon? You you use your eyeballs. All right. Yeah. So, um, it it it. It had it had a couple issues. I, I remember talking about them on the podcast, actually. But um, it, you know, take a peek, see what you see what you think about it. Uh, but there was some stuff that uh, I I was a little unsatisfied by. But there's some also some cool ideas in there too. But it was a while, I played it a while ago, so yeah. Um, throw that on there. There's a lot of these. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's what you? I'm going to be doing in my weeks. Okay. I'm going to be doing... Uh, let's see. What am I doing? This week on Tuesday, I'm going to finish Transistor. This is over at Pat Stares at on Twitch, by the way. On Thursday, I'm going to be checking out Ultra Kill, which I fixed, by the way. I fixed their frame rate problem. That was me. I complained about it to the CEO, and then they sent me a dev build, and I fixed it. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh... Are you sure it wasn't a build so, that like lets them shit on you extra hard in some way? Okay, hold on. I'm going to go for a direct quote. Uh, let's see. Uh, update is out. Feel free to claim your throne as the sole mastermind behind Ultra Kill, the movie, the game. Yeah, tell them you rewrote the source code, code while you were on the shitter. Canon. I made Ultra Kill. Confirmed. That's canon. I I made it and then I fixed it. Look at you. 
Yeah, look at me. Uh, and then Friday I'm going to do Star Renegades, and that'll be the start of hopping in and back and forth between one day of Pyre and then a week of shit ton of Rogue games. Okay. Uh, so, boy, there's a lot. Over on Wooly Versus, uh, I had a week. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Um, yeah, we uh, did... Quite a few different things. Uh, so I guess the week kind of started. Well, no, let's, let's, let's just go in any sort of random order here. Um, uh, I did a sponsored DC fandom stream. But how could you do that if you're such a big Marvel fanboy? Well, that, that, uh, that was the problem, wasn't it? I had to, it, I guess it was. I had to, switch teams and put the the marvel bias away to to oh man to get on board the dc fandom and um that's a really weird name for something mm -hmm. is it a dome it's it's not a dome it's it's (laughs) it's like a fandom don't get it except uh Uh uh-huh there's i guess there's like a virtual well i mean when you're talking about dc fandom really does sound appropriate hey dome the dome in, hey. in, encapsulates everybody, and it has the the DC flat Earth underneath it. Uh huh. You know, so it all uh-huh. just kind of comes together. Um, so what they show off at the DC fan dome? Well, I watched uh, I watched the making of uh, like a behind the scenes with Injustice, uh, and you know, sort of talking about where the comics were going alongside that. Uh, I, Jim Lee was in it and Jim Lee's cool. Uh, there was a, um, behind the scenes of Shazam. So watch the, some of that. Uh, and, uh, I'd say the thing that definitely left the most impact was a feature on the Watchmen TV series, which I had not yet started. And mm-hmm. I did not. I saw a trailer and I heard good things about it. And I remember. One, I also heard those good things. And I remember one of the uh, big pitch points was that the the location it takes place in is Tulsa, and I thought that was mm-hmm. really fucking interesting as far as a choice goes. And I was like, okay, but what are we doing in the Watchmen world? Like, how, where do you go with the story? What is it? And sort of watching this kind of like. Uh, uh, featurette breaking down like the introduction of where it goes and what it's about and a little bit of like kind of what happens um it is really fucking interesting i super duper like what i saw and i think um i re- i respect the strength of the premise on its own merits and it also happens to be watchmen related and I found that like what does Alan Moore think? Uh, Alan Moore thinks his snake god is probably bullshit. Cool. <laughs> Alan Moore thinks you should get out of his cave. And Al- thanks, Alan. And Alan Moore thinks a whole lot of other things. But uh, <laughs> we're not. That's not what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about yeah. Uh, yeah the the fact that it's a different podcast. We got through. Um, we got through the, 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 most of this breakdown of the, of what the world is and how the, how the setting is, is, is presented as something that I was interested in. 
And like it had nothing I was interested in for none of the Watchmen tie-in points. Those were right. a footnote, you know? Um takes place in Tulsa. Um they do not shy away from talking about uh the Tulsa massacre. They don't do they do not shy away from talking about Black Wall Street and like the history of mm-hmm. what happened there. Uh the premise, this is again a show from 2019. They introduce a sh- they introduce the concept of um like a uh a police defense act that allows uh all officers to cover their faces so that they're anonymous and then are and police are effectively like operating with their identities covered and um seems like a terrible idea seems like a terrible idea and then uh even for the police that seems a terrible idea and it's pretty fucking scary to see you know like in action and then uh in the midst of this racial tensions spike to a fucking uh 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 nuclear boiling point right and uh you get 2019 you say and the and you guess 2019 exactly it takes so it's basically watchman world fast forwarded to 2019 and uh from what i saw like you kind of have so you have this aspect of like uh cops are legally allowed to wear masks you then have an aspect of like here's uh full-on Here's your full-on neo-Nazi group coming in with their own masks, of course, uh, who are rocking uh, not just any old, like, uh, pointy white mask or cloth bedsheet, but the Rorschach, right? Aw, man! And they're rocking the Rorschach. Why? Because uh, they're following his uncompromising ideals put to paper because... At this point in time, fast forwarding from that world, the books of his journals are out there and the shit he wrote mm-hmm. is out there. And when you think about how fucking misunderstood of a character Rorschach is, like he's already uh, he's already misunderstood in real life <laughs> by us, you know, Um so then taking that and working it into like this context is really interesting, right? So you have that aspect. And then of course you have those who fight back against that. So the whole thing is just like masks across the board and, uh, shit's getting pretty bad in the streets. And this was all ahead of 2020. And I'm like, okay, wow. I'm I'm just curious about that that concept and then you also factor in that it's like yeah by the way this also has watchman tie-ins here and there and there's little bits and pieces that relate to the original story and I'm like I I I respect that because if you really just were going to make it like hey look do you recognize the big blue dong do you see it it's right there in the corner of the screen hey it's look humongous. it's a batman mr manhattan Hey, look, it's, it's Spectre. Hey, look, it's Vate. You like, if that's all you were going to do with it, then I'm infinitely less interested, right? A game of, a game of catch up with these characters is, it's appealing to want to know where they are, where they're at and what's going on with them. That's always fun to know, like, you know, uh, 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 story plus time and see how it evolves. But like the name, to me at least when you're going to when you're going to revisit Watchmen 
you better have something interesting to say on your own merits, you know? So uh, it sounds like it does. And to the credit of the, the director, I believe he described taking this project on as trying to follow Pryor on stage. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a pretty good analogy because, yeah, what the fuck? Like, you're, are you really – you're, you're going to get up on stage after fucking Richard Pryor walks off or Carlin walks off? I want to do that. You know what I mean? Um, so what do you do? You You have to bring a completely different – message and ideology that matches thematically with what was originally discussed and hopefully uh take it in its own direction so uh i'm 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 super sold after watching that featurette on the hbo uh watchman show and i want to see what's going on more more to explore um anything else that you saw of interest to dc fandom um the also and they actually too acknowledge the fact too just to, just to say that uh we i mean we brought it up before like i brought it up on the on the on the podcast before but the fact that yeah tulsa was not something that people really knew about uh, uh, uh actors on the show were like this is the first time i'm hearing about it you know we already kind of talked up here about the fact that that's not it wasn't taught in american schools and things like that uh is is like thank you and kudos for being like hey by the way uh just in case you didn't know this happened in America not too long ago and you should probably be aware of this if your education system didn't tell, teach you about it you know so um incredible on that note um yeah uh that that was the biggest takeaway the other thing too is they there was a, a tease at the uh three jokers comic which you know we'll see uh how that goes but like i kind of was explaining to reggie the the lore of joker over the years being a sort of confusing origin point character and how there's a bunch of different ones and we don't really know what to deal with them as. Uh, we just know that different every age had a different one and that's kind of why the movies uh, hint at that sort of mixed origin point thing. So yeah, who knows? Oh, I know what it is. It's those comics written over 70 years. <laughs> and at some point in the middle of that, uh, the the Comics Code Authority stepped in and said uh, comics can't be too violent or... Uh, encourage devil worshiping or or be too um i don't know interesting so we have to dumb them down and make them censored for a one million moms across america i think the goofiest version of the joker that i've ever heard of i literally found out like 10 minutes before the podcast was a it was a thread on uh best friend subreddit about the character jay from gotham have you seen this shit Oh, uh, I've heard about Gotham and its incarnations of stuff. So it's like, so here's the deal. There's a character named like Jeremy or something that is kind of Joker-y, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the DC won't give them the fucking pass to make him a Joker character, mm-hmm. or Jerome, yeah, uh, because they don't want to confuse people with the 10 other Jokers they have in the movies now. Right. So, like, the guy's got green hair and a purple suit and bleached skin, and he fell into a vat of Ace Chemicals and laughs and kills people and uses playing cards. But they can only refer to him as Jay. Can't call him the Joker. Because it's definitely not the Joker. So that idea executed in a way that I really enjoyed was the Telltale version of it. Yeah, that was actually really, really, really weird. John Doe. And different. John Doe was the way to do that. Where you're like, no, 
it's clear what's up here, but more importantly, he's genuine with you. It's not a big work. He's actually very genuine with you, and you kind of see it happen over the course of that entire run, you know, that entire uh, 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 storyline playing out. So uh, that was the that story can be done, you know. Uh, But yeah, so that was that. Um, uh, Did that event? Uh, I decided to dip my toe into the weird world of rocksmith and okay uh clearly and obviously due to the peer pressure of a, a musician uh in my vicinity so how come you can't play the guitar so uh i've had a craving to go back and play some plastic guitar games for some time now to be perfectly honest i i really fondly remember how much fun guitar hero and rock band were and mm-hmm. like I don't know. The other day I was listening to the Through the Fire and the Flames and I was just like, fuck me, man. That thing is so good. Right. Uh, so yeah, V came over and brought his guitars and, uh, I installed Rocksmith. And because everything is fucking, uh, horseshit garbage legal nightmare world with, uh, uh-huh. the Tony Hawk and everything happening now, uh, what are you going to do? Play a fucking rhythm game on Twitch and just watch your stream immediately get killed. So. Instead, yes, kill it. Uh, instead, a bunch of custom video game songs were loaded up for the safety, uh, and then I basically grabbed a real guitar and learned how to fucking play the middle and end part, uh, the beginning and end parts of um, "Life Will Change." You know, and now you're a guitarist. <laughs> Two notes. Yeah. And now you're a guitarist. Well, I know much more than I did prior to that. And prior to that, I knew very little. But I did used to dick around with my brother's guitar back in the day on uh, on old church days because there was nothing better to do. And I used to teach myself how to play. Like I'm like, I want to learn how to play Craig's theme. I want to learn how to play... Um, Kirby or Haruka Kanata and then I kind of like yeah. just fucked around until I could so um now I kind of have a little bit more of an understanding of like how the chords work and and there's a really fun jam mode where like the more aggressive you play the more the game backs you with other instruments and a full like kit and a, uh, a full band and then you can just kind of dick around and, and and it tells you like what you should be dicking around with which notes are uh safe to play what scales you should be on and uh it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um the only problem is just like every once in a while discovering like how a a, a very famous song is actually way easier to play than you thought and then you start playing it and then you go, "Oh god, no wait, please don't kill me Twitch." You know? So Don't do it or YouTube. So um yeah. Listen, the internet apparently hates music just hates it well i mean the internet loves music but the uh the platforms yes the man is not a fan that much is clear (sighs) damn the man but uh you know it it it, once you get past the part where you have to break your fingers to like you know play power chords and and all that shit 
uh, then you're, you, you can do it. You can do it. The difficulty, it's really interesting because with a guitar, it's very different. Like I, when I dicked around with a piano as a kid, when I dicked uh, uh, at church, when I played drums, when I did uh, uh, other instruments like this, uh, you, the difficulty was not the execution because you, well, it, it, you press the button on the piano and it makes the note. You hit the drumstick into the pad or the cymbal and it makes the sound, right? That's right. So making the sound is not the issue. It, it, it comes from the, the technicality of auto, setting your brain to autopilot uh, while you drum with uh, three limbs or four limbs or making your hands coordinated enough to go up and down while you play on the piano. With the guitar, the actual making of the sound is the difficulty. Yeah, I discovered very early on when I was in music class that uh, my baby shit stub fingers uh, would make learning an instrument like guitar actually physically painful. You would need a child's guitar. Yeah. They do exist. Um, I remember being shown in high school, like, here's how you do a chord. And I was like, hey, uh, teach, uh, my fingers don't fucking reach that shit. And he just, like, looked at me and he was like, Mm. Yeah. So what I had a, bl- a, bl- a moment that blew me away with like execution was, you know, um, of course, whatever, Willie in his fighting game analogies, you have the tapping of the button, if you would, you, uh-huh. you have the pressing of the fret and then you have uh-huh. uh, not pressing the fret. Right. Mm. And then like you would strum. And then whatever note you're holding in and pressing plays and whatever you're not pressing plays, but that's all there is to it. And what I learned was there is an in-between step where you can be touching a string, but not pressing it so hard that it's actually touching the, the neck of the guitar. You know, you're just pressing Mm -hmm. your finger on it and floating it so that when you strum on that string, it doesn't actually make a sound. So you don't accidentally play the wrong note. And suddenly I'm like, oh my God, the super hard thing was always making sure to get my finger or the pick to go in between the, 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 uh, uh, the strings at the right place and not play too many strings. Just play the three, not the extra ones. And now you can actually play all of them. But with enough dexterity in your in your hand, you can just stop the wrong notes from playing by resting your fingers on a string without pressing it all the way in. So what you're saying is that in order to do combo, you need to hold your fingers on the fret so it doesn't do combo. But then you do the combo, and that so it's like a combo, but it's not really a combo. I'm saying that I just learned about negative edge. I'm having a really hard time understanding what you're talking about, and it's because I don't know anything about music. All right. Imagine if there were combos that required your finger to be touching a button, but not actually pressing it. Uh-huh. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you you have to rest your finger on a button without actually pressing it in to do a move. Okay. Imagine if that was a new input. That's weird. Yeah, it is. It is. But that's how fucking, that's how nuts it is, right? A half press, not even. Just resting it on top. I'm going to stick to my orb instrumentation, thank you. Yeah. Palm, and it's not palm muting. Palm muting is another thing entirely. 
Uh, palm muting is, is, was, was a whole other step, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it, it was really impressive. I was, I was very, very like, like, holy fuck. Okay. All right, guitar. All right. Um, Rocksmith was fun. Uh, then I took a fucking, uh, I took a left turn and then upwards we went to space to, uh-huh. to play some of that M-Bond. Are you familiar with Mbon? Mbon is the okay, acronym. I'm going to need a spelling. Here, let me let me spell the whole thing out for you. Mobile okay. Suit Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Boost on. AKA M B O N. That is a that is terrible. Do you remember that Gundam game we that played is... a couple years ago that required, like, yeah. friends to come over? The most obnoxious setup we ever went through, ever. Absurd, right? So the new version of that game came out, and they actually allowed you to play LAN without that obnoxious setup now. Also, okay. also it has split screen in it. Okay. So, so it's like a regular video game? It's like a regular video game now. It has split screen, <laughs> and you can do a LAN I... hookup. You know, I know this This really only applies to people like us who work with just tons of games. Yep. But you know, did you ever see the Babadook? I know Babadook. The, you've seen it? I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. Okay. There's a part where the mother, the, the kid is just throwing a tantrum. And the mother just turns to him, just frustrated as shit, and just screams, Why, why are can't you, you be normal? Why can't you be normal? And then he goes, Ah! <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah like the amount of games that i run into that i am constantly saying that to yeah is so fucking stupid right right maxi boost on in particular is it's coming from japanese arcades where that's their priority and then the console release is a later afterthought and also north america is a later afterthought they're happy to keep making money as the Japanese arcades are packed, right? This Gundam game is all over Japan. It is taking up entire floors as people play it. It's 2v2, and it's very popular. I, I think the worst I... like, And it's almost kind of a similar thing. It's like, you know, there's a bunch of like exclusive like new costumes and and lore stuff in that Dissidia game mm-hmm. that is for every Final Fantasy that like there are costumes that show up in that game first and then show up in their own games later. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why can't this fucking arcade game be a normal fucking game? I'm glad that the Gundam people got a fucking regular took a game. while, but but it happened. And 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 to be f- like, I might play this just because I can. Every version eventually came out and dropped, and they just they kept building on it, right? So Gundam Extreme Versus, like as a series, has had multiple iterations. This is, I think, like the fifth one, uh, though seven if you count like arcade uh, updates or whatever. And they just announced part two. So uh, th- I'm just gonna ex- imagine that this is only on the PS4. Yeah, sure. The logo looks like a fucking like meme. Of Photoshop jokes slapped together. You know when you know when you grab like a bunch of words and you like go like expand dong. Oh my god, that is terrible. Yeah, you see that, right? Look at that. That is so 
Look at that. Dad. Look at that fucking logo, dude. What is the acronym? M S G E V M O. M S G E X V S M O. S G E X V S. E X V S is. Well, no, you would. Oh, yeah, no, it is E X V S because. E X V S is what the series is called. X versus. M O. So it's Mischagvsmo. Mbon. Where how wait where wait there's how does where's the B boost boost on maxi boost on so wait the M in M bond is maxi mobile suit Gundam Extreme versus no maxi maxi boost on Exxon Mobil this is so bad that's so bad. Let me go find the fucking title of Super Turbo in Japan again. <laughs> Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Dash for matching service. No, that's not it. It's way worse than that. It's way, way, way worse than that. Uh, okay. It was, okay, I'm thinking of a different version. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, the ultimate championship. Sure, sure. Hey, that new one I just uh, mentioned that's announced is Mobile Suit yeah. Gundam Extreme versus Two Cross Boost. Guess how you spell Cross Boost? With an X. Damn straight. Don't you ever forget it. I can't think of a single letter that causes as much confusion written in English by foreigners. Like, every single time it comes up from a Japanese game, you go, X-Boost, and they go, no! I'm Cross! I'm personally hoping that we get that the new game is going to be acronymed into X-Versus X-Bo. <laughs> X-B-O. And then it's like, oh, so it's, it's on Xbox? No! No, it's an arcade no. game. Oh man, have you seen this fu- that fucking tweet? I don't know if it's news about the Xbox floating around. Uh, there's a couple of things, but just the idea of the game coming out being Xbo and it has nothing to do with Xbox is as hilarious as Doom 64 coming out on a bunch of consoles that are not a Nintendo 64. Here it is. I found it. Willie, I want you to tell me what this means. The Xbox Series S will not run Xbox One X enhanced versions of backwards compatible games, but will instead run Xbox One S versions of Xbox One and Xbox 360 titles. (laughs) (laughs) I understood immediately, but that's stupid, dumb bullshit. Also... Uh, Microsoft came out and said we want people to go to, to the store and just ask for the, you know the you know what the official like acronym name of the new Xbox is? Uh, it's Series uh, Series X Series no. S. No, it's Xbox. Remember last time they were like call it the one Xbox One X, but they wanted you to just call it the the one, one yeah. Now it's the Xbox, because they want you to go to the store and say, I want the newest Xbox. Mm-hmm. 
And they'll ask you, do you want the X or the S? The two letters in English that sound the most similar. Possibly three if they do, if the other, if the rumor is real. There's a rumor that there's a third one that is a, a mid-spec. I, I without know a that, disk drive. I know that, Wooly, I, I feel like we bring this up every three months about like the worst titles. Every time. In, in box history and i was of the opinion that the new nintendo 3ds is the all-time champ because it's so confusing i think microsoft is going for it so they have like six boxes on the fucking market that are all just called xbox and then a slight change we laughed at the wii because they did so much consumer testing that they wanted to create a sound that no one in any language would have a problem saying and only to discover that it means penis or piss in like any English adjacent language. But now on the other end of the spectrum, you have what letter are you saying? I can't understand you on the phone. Okay. So the current, let me think, let me think. The current lineup of Xboxes is the Xbox, the Xbox, Xbox, right? the Xbox 360. Yes. The Xbox 360S. Yes. For the Slim. Yes. The Xbox One. Correct. The Xbox One X. Yes. Then the Xbox One, the Xbox Series S. Then the Xbox Series X. Oh, I forgot about the S. I forgot about Xbox Sad. X And the 360 Elite. But X-Bone Sad. X-Bone Sad and Elites were in there too. Yes. This is correct. Wooly. I re- I replied to somebody's tweet about this. And I got confused. I thought they were talking about the X. And they were talking about the S. And I'm like, how come it doesn't have a disk? It was like, Xbox One Series S will not have a disk drive. And I typed out, how does it not have a disk drive if it's a big a fridge? And people kept hitting me with, no, that's the other one. <laughs> if people like us get it wrong, what uh, fucking chance does grandma or your dad? It, it's, it, it is really like they've just they've tripled down on everything <laughs> that they promised to be when it was going to be the total extreme action console. Infinite extreme action. Like it, 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 it just has no marketing power whatsoever. And, um, yeah, it's, it's the worst it's ever been. It's the worst series of console uh, we, names ever. We, we got a, we got a, 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 we got an explanation in chat that'll help. New Xbox Series S isn't compatible with the Xbox Series X but is compatible with Xbox One X titles, but not Xbox titles. But it's also compatible with Xbox 360 and 360 titles. Back when this was originally called the Direct Xbox, and then they just shortened it, I was like, okay, whatever. I don't like the name, but it is what it is. But all of this can be traced back to one single moment of Paul marketing in his peak. I know exactly what you're talking about. In his about. prime. When he was feeling himself, came into work that morning, had his coffee, 
Veronica winked at him, and then he went full confidence into that meeting and said, we're not going to compete with the PlayStation that has a bigger number than us. We got to come in, swing in, and go... We can't have the Xbox 2 and they have the PS3. That's no good. That sounds bad and weak, and we are strong and big. So we need a bigger number, and the biggest number that's bigger than three is a 360. Done. And that would have been fine if that guy stayed and the next one was the 720 and the one after was the 1080. But they fired that guy. And so here came in Pete Marketing saying, God damn it, those PlayStation numbers are bigger. We're not going to play the numbers game at all. We're going to we're gonna play the meaning game because it's going to be input one. It'll be the most important one. That's right, the one. And some people probably said to them, so the, the naming convention is 031 then? And he went, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And now that guy got fired. And now it's numbers are stupid and lame. (laughs) We don't need that shit. See, I think whatever stupid path you pick, the answer is consistency. And with this, Nintendo is off in fucking dreamland doing their thing. And it is what it is. But they all have different names. But they run into problems like the new Nintendo 3DS and the Wii U. The new Nintendo 3DS XL. And and the Wii U draw tablet. <laughs> Whatever fucking like we, we, the scam. We that, already that's Ubisoft's played fault, this but. game with the Wii U. Yes, exactly. We literally already played this. Yeah. And it was, hey, guess what? The, the brand confusion over the Wii U was so bad, people still don't know. They thought it was a upgrade tablet for their Wii. There are literally going to be two devices each of Xbox you can buy in store that have the S or X acronym. And as an English speaker, I can't emphasize strongly enough how similar those two consonants sound. But they don't matter because the only thing that does matter is the price tag. They will both be on the shelf, and one will be two ninety nine, and that will be the end of the discussion. I am telling you right now, Wooly, this I am going to create a situation that will happen a not insignificant amount of times. Mom, Dad, can I please get an Xbox S for Christmas? I know it's a little expensive, but I've been I, my grades are good. I and I'm, I'm not getting the expensive one. Okay, Billy, we'll go get you the Xbox S. And they go to the store and they either ask for the Xbox One S or the they accidentally say S kind of like X and the cashier shows them the $500 one and they go, fuck that, Billy. Yeah. And Billy gets a console he may already have. The... Or nothing. I mean, the magic of, of, of the hardware here being if they pull, like, they, like they're going to pull all Xbox One S's off of the shelves. So that, you know, but it, it, it's stupid. It's just dumb. I, I'm kind of flabbergasted that Sony 
manages to win this by just not tripping over their own dick and falling. By having the most boring name in the history of anything. Which didn't start that way. Again, I still say that the PlayStation is not a great name for a console. Oh, it's terrible. But by now, they just said that plus the number go up. Done. It's just the... And then if they're going to release a fancy version, it'll be called the Pro, I guess. Done! You know, like, it doesn't confuse anybody. It's It's the number and it's there. I mean, Nintendo, Super Nintendo... Okay, Nintendo 64, all right. You know, I think the fact that people still call things the Nintendo is a clue that they probably should have stuck by that. Well, here's here's how strong brand naming shit is and how it can lead to tons of problems. Despite the fact that I've been drinking Monster exclusively since the day Death Stranding came out, if Paige is heading out to the store, she will ask me if I want some purple Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. This shit happens all the time. My mother still calls shit the Nintendo. Still. Uh, yeah. I think. I think honestly, like, it it, it would have helped to just follow that line through, uh, and you know maybe even. Maybe even stick with Game Boy for the console names on the on, on the handheld division, you know. But whatever the case is, yes, was a good one. I, I, like it, it, it's it's fine. It just got stupid. It was the switches were fine. It just got dumb in some cases. Nintendo overall, it, you know what you're talking about when you say the product name at the very least. Are are we technically into news now? Did we just like jump over without realizing? No. Well, anyway, I, I just wanted to say that. Um, ah. um um I almost hurt myself with my fidget spin. I didn't I didn't even get to talk about the fact that uh Maxi Bustan is a good game. It's a good game. It's fun. It's a really good Oh, I assume it's good. It's a very good Gundam game. It has all the suits I wanted in it, almost. It didn't have one or two, but it had just about everything that was um you know, I found uh, who was missing. Uh, so you were like, "Fuck!" I, it, it, but I like an, an I like an obscure suit. So the F seventy one G cannon was not present. But why would it be? Right? It's a super disposable, non big deal. So um, that wouldn't be there, and that's fine. I'll take that. Uh, there was absolutely um, uh, Stargazer was there. Uh, Thunderbolt was there. The Kshatriya. I, you go to the list and you can set off your favorites. So I just went, that, that's the first thing I did was, all right, what do I want? Quick search, grab, right? Grab me that tall geese, grab me heavy arms, grab me fucking. How many of these robots are in this game? Yo, it's got crossbone. It's got the pirate. Um, full armor double zetas there. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I got a list of shit I want to, I want to fuck around with. That's good. So that's nice. Immediately go to the music BGM section and turn that shit off because every single time you play a suit, it's going to queue up the music from the show. And again, uh, as magic as that must feel, uh, we live in a world that is not allowed to have fun. So I couldn't uh, can't have fun. Can't have fun. Had to turn all the music off. Having fun. Uh, When you pick Char, man, that you stop. You just have to feel it in your heart. That you have to feel it, you have to feel Shar's music in your heart, but I made the dumbass fucking mistake of like 
enabling the goddamn uh, music pack for DBZ when I streamed it on PS4 all those times ago. Yeah, don't fucking do it, man. Come on. Um, yeah, so uh, I ended up I ended up falling in love with uh, Easy Eight. Eighth MS is in there, and I ended up being like really all about that. I, 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 I the Easy Eight is the the suit that I ended up really enjoying. Um, Faz is great too. It's got a it's got a an SPD, so that's great. But um, all the suits are there, and uh, what I ended up doing was just playing a YouTube playlist of chip tunes versions of Gundam music. Well, there you go. So we did. That's legally distinct now, isn't it? Yeah, we did it. We did it. Um, and, uh, I understand the, you know, the fun and design of, like, why people love this game so much. It's really fast. Um, it takes a lot of the nostalgia you have for Arcade Virtua on. Mm-hmm. And puts... And puts... Countdown to the words Virtua on when you talk about next stuff. Yeah. Right, it takes a lot of that memory of virtual on and the speed of side dash boosting, left, right, up, down, around the corner, peek from behind the building, shoot at your laser, all that, all that really cool shit that you feel while you're boosting around and and flying. Except it's with all the Gundams from the shows you love, right? So, yay! And the music is playing, and the voice actors are doing their thing. So you're just getting all of that like tie-in nostalgia with a really fun combat system. And um, and I have to give a kudos uh, to the fucking game because they take a bunch of suits that have a gun, a laser sword, and a beam a beam saber, and a beam rifle, and they give them different moves. Okay. You would think that a bunch of things with a V fin and some and the same three weapons or four weapons would kind of be really similar, but like they had a pretty diverse move set that was for the most part. Um, like unique and uh very canon to the things that the sh- that they do in the shows so i'm like that's that's awesome i like that they came up with some good stuff does one of them have a move where they turn on their saber while some cheerleader attacks them <laughs> with a rocket victory gundam <laughs> is in the game <laughs> the bikini babe oh, squad man. is not a move but that <laughs> victory is there <laughs> yeah 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 so um, you know, but like they have little things like you hit the um you hit you hit the uh, uh one of the uh buttons with um uh heavy arms and he starts doing dumb fucking uh flips. He does dumb tr- okay. all the troll flips cuz he's a big old I bet circus heavy man. arms could do a flips. He's a circus man, you know? Um stargazer lights up with the with the the satellite orbiting dome things and yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, in the end uh, horrible title aside and musical issues aside, it's a whole lot of fun. And um, that's why we're talking about horrible titles. And playing it, forgot how we got. There. It's a two v two, but uh, playing it one one v one was a lot of fun. The way the system works is interesting, though. I don't know if you remember this, but both teams have a total cost pool, and every time you sortie with a really good suit, it costs yeah. more than a really cheap shit. Okay, there you go. There you go. That's how you do it. So I can I can rush your shit down with um Epion, right? And Zex Marquise and just uh, and 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 uh that's going to cost 3000 
or I can rock my easy eight for a fifteen hundred, so I get to die more times because I'm a dumb little fucking suit. But yeah, the, you have to deplete, and you have to deplete the total cost value. You know, um, so it's ratio system basically. That's great. Yeah, it works. It works. It makes sense of how super strong suits can still exist with weak ones and be that strong, but also, you know, it's fair. Uh, so not free ratio system. That would mean I could change my, my, my costs. It's a fixed ratio. I want to have 35 shitty Gundam wings. No, you can't. Can't play as Big Zam, unfortunately, but Big Zam is in the game. Oh, darn. Yeah. Dude, I hate Big Zam so Big much. Zam rules. I'll have none of this. Big Zam fucking rules. I legitimately can't <laughs> understand why people are like, fuck yeah, Big Zam. I love... Is it because its name is Big Zam? Yes! End. <laughs> End of discussion. His name it's is Big Zam. the looking robot ever. He's a big boy. He's got big legs. You shut up about Big Zam. That's so stupid. I hate How it. How big is I he? I hate it. How big is he? It gets iced out in like two seconds. How it's big terrible. is he, idiot? He's very big. Yeah. <laughs> big Zam rules. It's extremely large. Especially when you Zam. can rock it with an act guy. But, um, yeah, Big Zam. I'll send you pictures of that mold again. I swear to God. Keep talking about Big Zam. Um, I really wished you could do a jet stream attack, but unfortunately you cannot. Um,. Rambaral rules. Anyway, good game. Good Gundam. Yay. And split screen's fun. And uh, yeah, check it out. You will recognize at least, you know. One robot. At least one robot. Maybe two. Um, yeah. And then I, I went back to uh, Rage of the Dragons. Had a good time with that. Got it. It was an excuse for me to talk about Double Dragon lore. I got into why I love Double Dragon, Rage of the Dragons, um, uh, incarnation, and uh, that game is going to be apparently getting a sequel sometime in the future. I don't know why. I don't know how. It it confuses me because it's not even an official licensed Double Dragon game, but uh, it was supposed to be, and the fact that it came out despite not having the official rights to be a Double Dragon game makes so little sense. But then again... Everything about Double Dragon and, and, like, and its licensing is the actual stupidest fucking shit ever. Exactly. Right? So if Wander of Dragons for the 360 can legally get itself released, uh, Rage of the Dragons deserves a little bit more love, I would say. Um, at least for the best Jimmy Lee design in the entire franchise. It's 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 the strongest by a country mile, and uh, I like the I, I and I, and that sh- that game also has like Pepe and Pupa, uh, and some other really fun character designs that you know never really came back outside of like a little cameo in um, Ultra in uh, Matrix Melee. So Rage of the Dragons, my my favorite unofficial, uh, my favorite double dragon fighting game. I, I'll say, and then. As far as regular Double Dragons go, like Neon, obviously. But yeah, it's good stuff. So that was my week. All right. Where can they check out the remainder of your existing current week? Uh, current week, uh, you can always come on over. Wooly versus on Twitch. Wooly versus on YouTube. 
we are currently um, on the end arc of uh, Mario the Thousand Year Door, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door on YouTube. Uh, we've already finished it on Twitch. Uh, so we are we are able to mix the schedule up a little bit. Uh, also, um, you know, uh, the, the, the Halo slot is currently open as well. We're still working through Tsushima. Oh, I saw about that. I saw a tweet about that from Microsoft today. Yeah, a little something interesting about that. Um, so, one, Paper Mario is fucking unbelievable. This is, like, it's the first Mario RPG I've I've completed since the original Mario RPG, mind you. So I have a very limited point of reference, but... It fucking completely erases that as far as, like, um, which I prefer, you know? Mario RPG is incredible. Uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door is just, is the, is the fucking best. Like, it's such a good game. Um, the music is incredible. The fight, the combat system is, is really fun and, and, and interesting. Um, the roster is the strongest by far. It's the strongest thing about the game is is that you have a whole new cast of people that are all uh, they they look like they they fit right in with the Mario world. They look like they've been there for years, and mm-hmm. if they had the ability to use them in other games, if they had the ability to pull them in like for like kart racing or fucking tennis or whatever, they would be beloved, right? The, no, the Mario franchise. No, they wouldn't be. Nintendo says no. Nintendo says no because they're fucking cowards. But like it is, <laughs> it is wild how much fun shit is left on the fucking floor. Um, Toadette, you know, is someone new that like Nintendo is allowing to show her her face, if only for a brief moment before sending her back to the fucking dungeons. But it's 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 ridiculous. It's a whole roster. Of, like, characters that don't even... Winners. Winners that don't step on the toes of existing characters, right? You might argue, like, in Nintendo, if you're, if, you're, if you're a dumb Nintendo exec, you might look and go, oh, too many princesses, Daisy and Rosalina? I don't know. What about Peach, though, right? But they still go through with that, whereas um, you have... A Goomba that's a unique Goomba. You have a Koopa that's a unique Koopa. A Babom that's a unique Babom. A Kid Yoshi. Uh, a fucking Cloud Ghost thing. Uh, you know, you got a bunch of great characters that are only, only in in uh, uh, they're the representatives almost of their race. They don't step on any other existing unique, uh, um, you know characters from those those enemy races tell me about violence violence is my mvp (laughs) violence is the best so somewhere (coughs) so in the middle of the tournament arc when you are in a wrestling side story fighting for the belt Mm-hmm. Yes. You encounter an egg, which is about to be cooked at a hot dog stand 
but then it follows you instead. And then after you, it follows you, you can't really get rid of it, but it's around whatever. You go back into the wrestling rink and you fight through the stables and you go through promotions and you actually like become champion and, and like fucking crush it. Uh-huh. And the egg was there bouncing around the whole time learning from your ways in the battlefield. And then it uh-huh. hatches in the locker rooms and a Yoshi pops out that's ready to fight and kill. <laughs> and it knows nothing but the world it was born into. It knows nothing but violence. Uh-huh. So violence joins the party. Yoshi has joined uh-huh. the party. He will answer to violence. Oh, I see. He proceeds That's pretty good. to stomp the shit out of everyone and everything. And um you get up you get up you get a a boy for life. It's great. And he never stops calling you by your kayfabe name. Oh, seriously? Yeah. That's great. So he believes kayfabe is real because he was born in a world where it's all where he's born because he was born in the ring, basically. <laughs> yeah, he knows kayfabe is real is what you're saying. Sure. He knows it. So uh, in his heart. It's incredible. It's a really, really, really good uh, game. And uh, yes, upon completion comes the tragedy of knowing and the tragedy of understanding that. That they all died right after you turn off the game. That's it. Done and done. There is... Miyamoto showed up with a gun and just said, "Mm mm-hmm. One of the... The the bomb that joins your party, like... Like, let me... I'm going to send you a picture of this fucking dude. All right. Send me a photo. Like... Send me a photo of this... Of this bomb. It is, uh, it is criminal how much fun they had with these designs, only to never, ever, ever use them again. Never, ever. That is Bobbery. That's a bomb. That is Bobbery the bomb. That's great. He's got a mustache. He's got a captain's got hat. A hat. He's got a, a um a ship a ship wheel on his back. Love it. And he's 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 fucking. You just you feel the energy, you feel the energy of Bobbery, you know. Yeah, um, that's an amazing game. Sushima's continuing. Uh, we can actually uh, switch the schedule up a little bit, give Sushima uh, some more attention because um, you know it's it's been uh, only taking up Saturday slots, which means things are going to go a little bit slower than usual. Um, uh, <laughs> I was, I've, I was very. Ex- hey, did you finish those quests with that old lady? Uh, I am on eight of nine, I believe, of Lady Lady Nutshell, and uh, no, no, not her. Um, I fucked your dad. Oh yes, oh. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did those. That was. <laughs> I I was very very. Um, I was attempting to resist the direction the game was going, and Reggie was all about it. Um, Reggie has now earned the nickname Hip Breaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> the breaker of hips. Um, so that's in there. Uh, yes, and I don't care for this. The ghost stance reveal was fucking fire. That was incredible. I'm gonna kill you guys. He did it. It was very strong. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, um, to the to the folks who are who are uh, 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 sending me messages such as, um, Wooly, this game is two months old. You need to hurry up with your shit. And it's like, yeah, eight whole weeks. It's kind of criminal. Anyway, back to Halo and Mario. <laughs> oh, listen, listen, listen. I actually do have an answer for that. And the answer is Ghost of Tsushima, you you hit it when it was new. Whereas Mario mm-hmm. and Halo mm-hmm. were ancient by the time you started them. Yeah. Which means that you got rid of all that right like day one. That was the day one shit. Yeah. Halo's old. Why would you play this old Halo game for grandpas? Or I'm just gonna play what I want when it suits me, you know? And uh What? We are um we are able to move the schedule around a little bit, mix things up, and get uh some fresh shit coming your way. So uh yeah, I'll be announcing that obviously um over on my Twitter, Wooly Wolves, but uh we are gonna be bringing in some new shit, of course. And um should be exciting. Should be exciting. Uh of course though this Wednesday is a little bit different because of the uh Rooster Teeth stream. But yeah, uh please get excited and look forward to new LPs on the horizon. Uh I'm very much enjoying i think we've been on a pretty good streak i think i've uh mm-hmm. been picking some strong titles and i think i've so far loved everything that i've picked out as a curiosity so i'm i'm trying to do a little bit of research figure out if this is going to work out and like if it seems like ooh that might be something i want to know about then we take that path you know so yeah that's all over at woolly versus let's uh Take a quick word from our sponsors. Can we take a, a quick five, ten minute break? I got to take a piss and we got to feed Poocher. All right, let's do that. Everybody, we'll be back. All right, I'll see you back in five cool. or ten. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Let's do that. Who do we got as a sponsor this week, man? This week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by. Bup, 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 bup. Honey. Hey, honey, what up? I'm fucking. I'm. I'm. Hey, Wooly, I need deals. Oh, don't call me, honey. No, I was talking to honey. Oh. And then I switched over to talk to you. Like in my in my in my ad, my mind space of the ad world, I'm talking to you. But like over here, outside of the camera space, the ad. Uh, sponsor is there so i'm like hey honey sup welcome to the podcast everybody needs deals deals? everybody needs deals these days shopping online is is a constant we're doing it a lot i was doing a bunch of online shopping just last night i was in fact you was doing online shopping i was i was i uh i was looking into um purchasing something that was recommended to me 
And I did it. But the thing is, is that when you're doing lots of online shopping as we do these days, deals are going to have even more value because the the more you you shop, the more you you want to stare at that coupon code box and go like, man, that's free money right there in that box. But I don't know what goes there that I'm not using because I don't know a coupon. You're not you don't know you're not allowed to use the good box. The good box is kept away from you. It's sealed. Well, that's where Honey comes in. It's a free browser extension, scours the internet for promo codes, and automatically uh, tests them when you're checking out. So basically, you don't have to be tempted by that taunting box anymore. You just you get Honey on your computer for free and two easy clicks. Then when you're checking out, it goes through uh, all the promo codes on the internet. You click the Apply Coupons button uh, and... Uh, from over 30,000 supported sites, it'll take a few seconds, find all the coupons that you can, and apply the discount so that you save money. Just like that. Honey's over, uh, it has over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings already, and they support all kinds of retailers, tech, gaming sites, fashion brands, even food delivery. So that's it. It's, 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 it's money back to you. It's free money. What are you going to do? It ain't free real estate. They should have called it f- Frummy. <laughs> it's not free real estate. Instead of Honey. But it's just that simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on it. Free and it works on whatever browser you use. And uh, yeah, you can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash superbeast. That's joinhoney.com slash superbeast. So uh, head on over, you know, and you use that code so that um, they know we sent you. And uh, yeah, thanks, honey, for supporting today's episode. Thank you, honey. Uh, this week, the podcast is sponsored by Away. Yes. Hey, Away. Yes, indeed. I am very, very uh, uh, down to tell everybody about uh, literally the best suitcase I, I own and have ever owned. It, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Away makes the best, the perfect suitcases. They've got, they've got all kinds of features in them that uh, offer an, a range of essentials. They solve real travel problems. And you don't have to think about what you're going to do with your dirty clothes. They got the little bag. You know, they got the little uh, zip inside. They have the perfect size for storage. Things uh, compress quite nicely with the tech inside. It's sturdy. It's got a, a, a lock to uh, avoid for that's TSA compatible. Um, it is it is quite handy. And, you know, just the other week uh, when the uh, safe travels within the 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 context of the, the current circumstance, when I was doing that and we were heading up to our uh, to the little cabin to get away for a little bit, the away suitcase absolutely helped me uh, get my uh, clothes and my PlayStation and my laptop all up and to the 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 back of the car, no problem. So listen, uh, yeah, super sturdy, last a lifetime, durable exteriors, uh withstanding the roughest of baggage handling. It's got the nice handle on it. Uh, 
It's got the interior organization system. I'm a terrible packer. I don't know what I'm doing, but they have... I am also a terrible fucking packer. Yep. I open the thing and I throw it in and then it... I just push it. Just slam it shut. But it's got the organization system inside that helps you compress and tighten and make everything fit really nicely, which again, as someone who is a serial arcade stick traveler, uh, that shit is essential to help save space. Um, and yes, you got the, again, the TSA approved combination lock to keep all your belongings safe. So, um, yeah, it's, it, listen, it's quite possible you have, a significant amount of things to worry about in your oncoming travels. The last thing you need to worry about is your luggage. There you go. Um, like I said, it, it, it helped me heading up to the cabin. And uh, it was perfect for that type of scenario. Uh, so. Um, excuse me. Yes. Uh, I, I was just getting lost there, but I found our little promo code for everybody to uh, check it out. You can start your risk-free 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases, at awaytravel.com slash beast. That's awaytravel.com slash beast. Best suitcases ever. Thanks, Away. Thanks, Away. Uh, we have one more over here. What do we got? Uh, this week, the podcast is sponsored by uh, the future of smartphone technology. So, really? Uh, yeah, thanks to Samsung and AT&T for sponsoring this podcast. Samsung's newest phone, the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G, uh, powered by AT&T 5G, is available now. Um, AT&T 5G requires compatible plan and coverage, not in all areas. But here's just some of the new features you can try out on this device. It's got cloud gaming uh, will be available with the power of 5G. Try out cloud gaming with the high-performance experiences brought to you via the newest Samsung devices powered by AT&T 5G. And the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G also has 120 hertz adaptive adaptive display that automatically adjusts the refresh rate according to the content you're viewing, an intelligent battery that optimizes for your gameplay. Uh, between 5G support, Wi-Fi optimization, and the advanced processor, you get the smooth gaming experience with virtually no lag. So check out the S Pen and the Samsung Notes to create your own works of art. You can head on over to att.com slash Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G to learn how you can get the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 5G for free or the Galaxy Note 20 5G Ultra for $299.99 for a limited time. Uh, yeah, once again, that's att.com slash Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G. Thanks. Thank you. All right. So I've literally, I'm literally holding a Galaxy S20 Ultra 5G in my hand right there. Now. That's my phone. There you go. <laughs> it's not the note. Yes. It's not the note, but it is the, the Galaxy variant. And it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. I like those. Phones. Well, look at that. There you go. Right there. 
Also, Puppy is here. Hello. Is Puppy 5G? Puppy is not 5G. Puppy is 5P. Am I right? Ha! Ha! Ah! All right. A couple things happened this week. Let's start with the rise and fall of Cheater Island. Oh, man. I was hoping we got to talk about Cheater Island this week. I really do appreciate the Fall Guys Twitter account because it delivers its messages with such candidness and what I would call um, cromulence, you know? Yeah. You can you can feel the the person behind the account and and they just they, they, they talk pretty straight. They shoot straight. So I noticed a tweet there that included someone in what I believe was a Chinese version of Fall Guys attempting to play yeah. and everyone except the person playing just teleported right to the end. Instantly, as soon as the the, the the green light went. And I'm like, this is the state of the world, huh? Damn. Damn. This bitch of an earth. Um, there were other videos, including one where uh, everyone, including the player themselves, all, I want to say Hulk jumped from the bottom of the mountain. Yeah. To the crown. <laughs> and uh, you're just like, yeah, people really, there's different energies. We've covered them in the past with like the different kinds of cheaters out there. Some are just like, lols, let's fuck shit up. It's hilarious. And others are, I feel bad and I need this validation to win. I need it. And, and it's very important to me. I can't handle losing. I hate it. Right. There's all kinds, all kinds. Um, you know, it's it's oh yeah. There's there's and then the, and then there's those who go online back to the forums where they bought the cheats and complain about them not working, uh, as they show off uh, what can only be described as micro penis energy. Yes. So, uh, big micro penis. Um, there's only a few things in life that really hit me with. Micropenis energy. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Another is uh, hiring someone to pretend to be your enemy so that you can yell at them on camera. Uh huh. That's micropenis energy. Um, we got to see a thread over here where the Fall Guys account was like, "Hey, those clips are not actually." that accidental there might be uh, a little bit of a story behind why you've been seeing those events are you telling me those clips are from the fabled cheater island so fall guys game on twitter says buckle up let me tell you a wild story about the rise and fall of cheater island tagging netflix in case they want to make a film series about it at launch we held. We had some of our cheat owned cheat detection built into the game. We weren't banning anyone at this point, just gathering data carefully. Wanted to be 100% sure that our cheat detection would only catch people who were legitimately cheating. No false flags. 
After we confirmed it was working, we secretly launched the Fall Guys Cheater Island trademark. It was a magical place where cheaters could happily compete against themselves for the cheater's crown. Literally just a normal crown tainted with the hollow feeling of guilt and regret. Remember, at this point, we had data on who was cheating, but we weren't acting on it. Fall Guys Cheater Island had a population of zero. So very carefully over time, we started to lower the threshold on cheat detection. If you pass the threshold, you are tagged as a cheater. It's worth pointing out at this stage, cheaters are very smart. They know they've been tagged. If they know they've been tagged as a cheater, they'll work out what caused them to be tagged and they'll tell other cheaters. Our threshold originally was really tolerant. Cheaters would get caught, but not be insta-banned. We hope they'd realize cheating kills the fun. Most continued anyway. And uh, we want people to have fun, but not at the expense of others. So we kept lowering the threshold. So if you were tagged as a cheater, you'd be able to finish the game you were in. But then the next time you tried to matchmake, you would only be able to matchmake with other cheaters without realizing. You were there. You made it. You were queuing for Cheater Island. So they put in fucking Cheater Jail. They put it in, right? Rage Quit Jail, except it's not Rage Quit. It's, it's, it's Cheater Island. Now, if you can imagine, you'd need 40-plus players to populate a game. Cheater Island's not a location in the real world. It has its own set of global servers. You need enough cheaters in your region to start a Cheater Island game. If there weren't enough, then you'd be falling forever. There were some genuine bugs that would cause this thing to happen, but... When people said they were falling forever, they were cheaters and we didn't want to give them extra info. I'm sure you noticed we try to be super open and upfront with you in all our communications. So it's been difficult to talk about cheaters, though, because everything we say gives them more ammo and they're using it to improve their cheating. For a long time, there weren't enough cheaters to set these matches up. So we lowered the threshold on detection. More cheaters were getting caught, but still no island matches. Eventually, cheaters were falling forever, saying the game was broken. And at this point, cheaters started to realize they could team up with friends who weren't cheaters and matchmake with them to get out of jail. Uh, oh no, we had to ra- patch this before they realized. Cheaters realized they could also use family sharing to uh, use an alternate account to bypass Cheater Island. So we disabled family sharing. Um, dealing with cheaters is difficult. They're very crafty. Uh, during this time, we increased the threshold on detection, so we're a hundred percent confident anyone flagged as a cheater is definitely cheating. This was super important to us. We didn't want to falsely ban anyone. Last week, something exciting happened. There finally were enough cheaters to matchmake and create an island. There's a new problem though, and we think the videos uh, what of the people were uploading might be cheat island but they might actually not be it's it's unclear it seems like it could be but there's no way to be 100 percent sure and there's the two videos we described and then they basically go on to say that uh we have a new update coming out called big Yetus and anti-cheatus and the anti-cheatus part is going to be epic's anti-cheat uh being implemented into the game so, uh, yeah, they, they basically just had to shut the island down eventually, and they're going to be implementing this, and the experiment was what it was, but here comes anti-cheat. I find this fascinating. I also find probably the most interesting thing about this is not Cheater Island itself, but it's the phenomenon of what happens when Cheater Island is unknown and starts to cause weird effects on the perception of the game. So, the one that I always think of mm-hmm. is uh, Batman Arkham Asylum came out on PC. There you go. And the forums and social media were flooded 
with people saying, this game is buggy, this game is a piece of shit, it keeps telling me to go to this location, and the fucking grapple points don't show up, I keep running into progression bugs. Only for the devs to go, that only happens when you pirate it. Yep. Dumb fucks. Yep. But, not everyone saw that, so it started to circulate that the game was buggy. And it's like, oops. And so you start to see this with Fall Guys. They only came out with the secret cheater island Mm -hmm. once these videos of, like, is this game just a cheat fuck apocalypse? Mm -hmm. Like, I saw those and went, oh, I guess the time for Fall Guys is over. The fun of those secret flags is, unfortunately, that the backlash when people share shit like that. It changes perception of what's actually going on out there. What's actually happening? Because the person, of course, who's recording the video is a piece of shit, <laughs> but they're not telling you that. Hey, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> hey guys, I'm a garbage. The person's just recording a video and going, "Oh, what the fuck is wrong with the game?" And it's like, "Well, why don't you tell us, piece of shit?" You know? <laughs> why don't you come on? Hey. Yeah. Did you did you tell hey? Did you do something in the game that might make it a piece of shit? It's very Is that possible? It's very very unfortunate of uh with that side effect that uh you know, you can't quite catch it. Um there would be it would be it would be nice though if there was some sort of like I don't know, like you need you need to have something overtly on the screen, you know, like uh, 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 to be a little bit more clear about it so that people can see it and get an idea as to what's going on. But yes, mm-hmm. uh, in this case, Rage Quit Island, Cheater Island, all these things. These are all great. These are all great. Um, ruining ruining the multiplayer experience for other people uh, fucking sucks. And if you do that, you're, you're shitty and you deserve whatever comes to you. Um, I think they've finally settled on the uh, punishment of you can't log in and that'll do oops that'll do too you know like you can have the fun of cheater island but it is ultimately less effort to just say nah fuck off now i will this is going to be rare for me because i fucking love cheater island i love uh, cheater jail i love these there's only one time that I don't. Sorry, two things that I don't. One is Activision threatening you with like a lawsuit if you use cheats. Because holy shit, guys, calm down. Mm-hmm. And then the second of which is if you're playing a From Software game and somebody cheater islands on you. Yes. Yeah. You see, the problem with, obviously, the latter half of that is that's a single-player, multiplayer experience that can get super fucked up. So that sucks. But um, there is only one circumstance in which I love cheating that I can think of, and that is the joy of a video when a cheater doesn't win. A cheater is so (laughs) bad, but they still lose. Even though they have all the advantage. That to me is fucking just it warms the cockles of my heart because Is it are you imagining the the tantrum that they must be having? The biggest baby piss shit fucking yells as they get so mad 
that they're faster than everybody and they can move amazingly and jump higher, but they still can't get the crown. <coughs> I am absolutely like I'm so happy that their own ineptitude can create an even further despair for them to follow into. That's the only thing I like. Big fun. Big, big fun on that. I mean, shit. Like, I would almost say, yeah. Like, it would be, like, how, like, again, if not for the problem of changing perception of the game to be, like, you know, uh, 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 bad or worse than it actually is we've talked about these ideas in the past and like all the amazing fucking mind games you could play on assholes and like it would be so fun to let somebody just not be able to actually finish a game or not be able to touch the crown or you know you can still yeah it's it it's like it's it's like your good old hell ban shadow ban uh mute Mm -hmm. where they continue to scream but no one can hear them yeah yeah and they become upset increasingly as how come you can't even pay attention to yes me? exactly please and and you know it's it's in some ways psychologically a worse punishment than just being kicked out you know um but yeah the you can't i never really considered the perception changer whenever we made these 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 uh, uh hypothetical worlds and that is true that if everyone goes, this game looks shit, look at this dumb bug, you know? Hey, man. The power of social media. Dude, should I play Breath of the Wild? Dude, I don't know. Have you seen this clip? I think. <laughs> Have you seen Link one of running them. around? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Doesn't um, look too good, Link. I think, my f- I think one of my favorite examples is a guy invades someone in Dark Souls 1 and runs up on this guy chilling AFK by a bonfire who has hacked himself to be hyper-invincible and begins the process of kicking him all the way through the archives, all the way down the plains, all the way off one of the crystal like uh, 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 bridges and it takes fucking forever and just kicks him right off the edge and sure enough the fucking death field on drops ignores HP in that game yeah again that game does not have the same argument as others because it is simultaneously single and multiplayer yeah, it's a weird. It doesn't situation. get to fit in as uh, you know to into the, the argument as nicely as everything else does. You know what Fall Guys should do, right? Mm. Fall Guys should have a toggle that's that that's Rainbow Edition and turns on in-game cheats and puts you into cheater jail uh, with the cheater on purpose. On purpose. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And then that just becomes the new favorite mode because it becomes ST. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't do that to people. No. Um so there's that. Uh also 
how nice of uh, Microsoft to announce Halo 3 ODST straight for Woolies. straight to my channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, the question is the question is is how soon? Um, it comes out on the 22nd. And that's in one week. That is exactly that is in exactly one week. Halo 3 ODST is dropping. Um so that's fun. That's a fun little That's the Halo game that doesn't have John Halo in it. Well, neither did Reach. Before Reach. So yeah. Um you know, people are like, When's when's ODST? And I'm like, it's not out yet. And they're like, it came out years ago, and I'm like No, shut up. <laughs> so there that goes. Um also announced pretty fucking cool spark the electric jester 3 is now a thing spark the electric jester that fun uh sonic like that i uh played not too long ago lots of fun um powers little bit of mega manning little bit of kirbying lots of speed running around and such and then uh, Spark 2 came out, and now 3 has a trailer, and it looks like it might as well just be called, like, Spark Adventure, you know? Um, you're you're grinding on rails, you are uh, jumping, you're speeding through boosting paths, doing loop-de-loops, and targeting enemies in the air and zipping towards them. I gotta go look at this shit now. Um, you're running on walls... And yes, you're really just, you're really just doing Spark Adventure, you know? Um, oh, wow. No bones That's... about it. Yeah. Why can't Team Sonic make anything worth a shit? Because there's multiple teams and a whole complex history of what actually happens every year. That at this point, I don't know. But does, but does Spark get to do it with the human? Like Sonic I don't did? think Spark does. I, I think Spark hangs out with robots. Lame. Spark hangs out with some cool robots, though. But does he get to do it with the robot? But uh, what's what's really fucking just uh, what's what's interesting about this franchise is it's like unapologetically following in the footsteps. Every step of the way. This is so obvious. This is so obvious. The two D, the two really D version of it was very clear in its inf- inspiration, and now the three D version is super clear in its inspiration, and it's not even pretending. Uh, but it looks great. It looks like a really fun Sonic game if you were to see a blue hedgehog doing those same things. So, um, we will OC. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> we will see uh, this OC. And, uh, yeah, Spark 06 coming soon. No. Hmm. Spark the Electric Jester 3. Looks pretty fucking good. Uh, oh, and they ported uh, Spark 2 to Xbox with the trailer. So that's that's fun. Oh, that's nice. Uh, fan games can be really, really cool. For example, TMNT Rescue Palooza. If you've seen this thing. <coughs> I'm seeing it in about five seconds. TMNT Rescue Palooza looks, oh, this looks fucking real. unbelievable. 
fan Ninja Turtles game, 60 playable characters. What? I'm sorry? 60 playable characters. Vernon, Wingnut, Asuka, everybody. Usagi Yojimbo. Wait, you you just said you could play as Vernon? Vernon. The camera guy? The camera guy. No, he's no camera. No, Vernon's not the camera guy. Vernon's the uh, the news guy. He works the channel at the Oh, the news yeah. guy. Everyone is playable. Usagi Yojimbo yeah, is there. You play Vernon Go. You have the pink shirt. Okay, next, it has levels in the style of TMNT 1 side scrolling and Turtles in Time beat em up. And it's doing the same sprite style, except it's just like taking it to, you know, the fandom extremes. You can ride vehicles, um, and they got these great little cut-ins of the the action figures doing fun stuff. Like, it's the best Ninja Turtles game I've ever seen. And uh, this is what fans are doing. And yeah, uh, it's out. Get it today at mersox.com. Okay, cool. This is what it is. If you're interested in this at all, get it as fast as you can. Get it right now, because guess what? It's done. It's out. It's here. It's out. We we might be killing it right now. But it's out, <laughs> and it's done, it. and it's here. So my message need not apply, because I'm telling you to go get it right now. That was uh, TMNT Rescue Palooza, available now at merso-x.com. All right? Good. Incredible. Looks It looks fucking like... It's obviously, as usual, it continues to be embarrassing, almost, that... A fan can make the best Ninja Turtle thing in years by just it's become ext- having the love. It's become really clear that fans know what they're doing. I mean, <laughs> there have been examples over the years of some fans not necessarily knowing what they're doing. That's true. There have been uh, moments where uh, fans f- steering the ship have been um, a little drunk. All right, let me let me let me let me change this a little bit. That fans can know what they're doing just as well as anyone else. There's a caveat because I think when you poll the audience and just take in the poll numbers and make your content according to that, you get that reboot of He-Man which was entirely poll driven and it was oh, the man. dumbest, stupidest, worst shit ever. And you can't just listen to a poll. Um, what you can and should do is listen to one really talented fan. <laughs> uh, you got to find your Christian whitehead and be like, please, please save this. You know? Uh, and, and then in this case, you can find out what... Um, what Ninja Turtles games need because we haven't had one in forever. Well, I'm not talking about Thundercats. I'm talking about He-Man back when they were on fucking rollerblades. Yeah, come on, people. 
There's so many of these shitty reboots you can't keep track. Well, try. <laughs> um. So anyway, no, not Thundercats. For the love of God, He-Man, Skeletor. <laughs> anyway, um. So so, TMNT. No, it's not new. It's not new. It was a long time ago. But it is a reboot of He-Man, <laughs> the ancient TV show. It w- Are you doing all right with this? <laughs> Are you talking about Thundercats? All right, listen, whatever. TMNT, go get it. Rescue Palooza. Guys, I think he's talking about Thundercats. <laughs> um... You ever get caught with your ass hanging out? Me? Never. Never. You ever get caught? Not a once. You ever get caught (coughs) with your digital deluxe edition accidentally upgrading to the ultimate edition while your ass is hanging out? I'm so glad I talked about what bullshit this was last week. Isn't that fortunate? What could you be referring to, Will? Control has an update to the story <coughs> and to your console. Uh-huh. So, you remember the story from last week, of course. Yeah, if you want Control upgraded to the next-gen version for free, well, suck it, uh, existing owners. You have to buy the new fancy one that just came out. Uh, which contains the exact same things as the people who bought the original and bought every piece of DLC. For like 40% off. Uh, but you cannot get the upgrade because fuck you, you know. Because fuck you. I mean, it's nice. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, nice to see you've offered it. Um, why would you completely open ass and drop diarrhea on everybody who supported your shit from the jump? Well, because it's just not possible to upgrade that version, Wooly. Okay, so has Remedy been fucky-wucky like this in the past? This is not Remedy. This is their publisher 505 Games. There we go. They're the people who fucked up the version, the uh, Switch versions of Bloodstained and Indivisible, too. Okay. And they also were uh, behind the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn PC port. Then this is par for the course. Beautiful. Thanks, publishers. Love you guys. They have, they have become... A giant fucking red flag in the span of one year. It's fucking impressive. Good shit. Good shit. So it's just not possible to upgrade those control uh, copies, man. It's not possible. Well, can't do it. Uh, the controversy was dying down until apparently a mistake unlocked this version for some PS4 owners overnight. Numerous existing owners of Control's Digital Deluxe Edition reported being granted ownership of the Ultimate Edition that was added to the PlayStation Store. And the surprise sparked hope that a change in plans might be coming. But alas, it was just a mistake. And they quickly removed the update um, that they said they were not able to do. It's just not possible (sighs) why would you ever say phrasing like it's not possible 
Because that was a lie when you said it, and everyone knew it, and it fooled no one. But now it's like, ah. Uh, oh. So. Ah. Uh. All right. Eh. Back to the trenches. Flashback noise. <laughs> when you're working, um, in the specifically not QA but uh, compliance to pre-mastering departments, uh, you are going to be uh, identifying everything correctly and giving it the right number. It's like a skew, right? Every um, every excuse me, every product code, every version of a game has a product code, you know, like back, there was like SLUS for, you know, it's like PlayStation stuff back in the day and everything has its own, has its big all old thing. And you got to make sure that when you uh, up, whatever it's called, whether it's the title ID, whether you're talking about Xbox, you're talking about Sony's or Nintendo's, you have to make sure that you are updating the right skew on the right version and not accidentally touching anything that is already live um, it's a very, very, very meticulous and important process because when you fuck up, things like this happen. So mm-hmm. when these mistakes happen, which they can do if you are not paying full attention to every box you're filling out and every form you are updating and validating as you send the, the, the shit over, uh, this mistake can happen. If you're, you know, your team is a, a little asleep at the wheel. But the, the, the reason why I'm getting into this is because Someone absolutely made this mistake and was fired for this. <laughs> the amount of bad blood you build by lying like an asshole and then being exposed by your own stupid buffoonery. Within like what? Five Within days? the same like, week. Immediate. Within the same fucking week. This type of mistake is probably someone's job. I, I I I couldn't see the meeting going any other way. So I, I I'm curious, Willie. I have I have a curious question for you. You describe it's a meticulous process and that it's a you know you got to be careful, right? But it's also your job. Making it set. Yeah, yeah sure. That's that's but you're, the way you're describing it. This sounds like it's not in fact impossible or simply not possible, but that it in fact. It is so easy to do that you have to fight hard to not do it. Oh, yeah. Ever since two generations ago, uh, updating live products is a thing. Absolutely. And entitlements. Oh, so you could just do it? You could just turn entitlement to something on so that you can you either update an existing thing or... Allow an existing thing to have access to a new thing that you've put over here. But then why would they say it's impossible if it's so easy you can do it by accident? Hmm. Gonna need short. Tr- that doesn't make any yep. sense. Gonna, gonna need to get to the bottom of that mystery. It's pretty, uh. I, I, I. It's like the opposite of Paige, whose, whose mantra is just do it, it'll be easy. When it is, in fact, not easy. But in this case, it is, we can't do it, it's hard. But it, in fact, is quite easy. It's, like, 
the best follow-up to the story is, again, your own trousers dropping and the camera zooming in to show the details, the lines and the veins, you know? Um, you get a real good zoom in on those nuts. I'm once again feeling that same recent frequent feeling I get of, man, this is a cool game. It sure does suck that it's in the hands of some piece of shit publisher. It's almost like every, there's every not a decent of one among them. Of buying control has been the worst. Every part that's not just playing the game is like the worst shit. Like, do you realize that when it comes to publishers, you either feel neutral or angry? Occasionally. With the exception of, like, Devolver. Devolver? Um... Um... Focus Home Interactive has paid me a bunch of money. Well, that's not the same thing. So that's cool. Um, New Blood's cool. New Blood is cool. Uh, from my hit game Ultra Kill. But didn't, did New Blood start, did, did, is that how they started, or did New Blood make a game and then become a publisher? I believe they started as a publisher. Okay. New Blood is cool. Um, I think... I think Yacht Club. I like Capcom a lot of the time. Uh, uh, um, um, Yacht Club is also publishing now, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. But you really gotta, you really gotta think, huh? Oh, Annapurna. Hey, I need to. Annapurna's need to clarify good. something. Annapurna's Focus good. Focus Home Interactive did, in fact, ignore the Aeon Dev shitfest. That's true. And that's awful, but that doesn't take back the money they gave me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do enjoy that money. And, and, and yeah, we, we you got way forward uh, uh, up in there, but um, it, it you you have to dig, don't you? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I do like being able to contact the CEO of New Blood and tell him he's a motherfucker. That's a good way to function as a publisher. If CD Projekt counts, like, what have they published that they haven't developed? Tons of shit. They, they have GOG. Everything that goes through that? Everything on GOG that isn't, like, a, a third-party... Okay, all right. Like, they, like every okay. GOG classic game you would think of. Fair enough. Um, but uh, they're also, similarly... Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about mm-hmm. the, the argument over what, what Polish Crunch is or is not. Yeah. Adult Swim, that's true. There, that's true too. I, okay, it, it, it's you can look amongst the indies and find a couple of like, you know, uh, indie. It's like wrestling, honestly. Yeah, it, you, you can look. You you can look. You can look amongst the indie publishers and find some smaller companies that are just like doing some fun stuff and be like, yeah, all right. You'd be like, well, Hood Slams, all right. Yeah, uh, CCW's got some shit going on. Lucha Underground has the camera hanging above the ring. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start getting into that AAA game, it's very, very difficult to um, to find 
anything that is not neutral or worse. Oh boy. Well, anyway. Hey, well, hey, well. Hmm? This probably isn't a story that you have in your thing. Uh, do you have uh, any uh, Outer Worlds news nope. in the docket this week? I would like you. I would like you to read two tweets that were tweeted out on September 9th. Verbatim, if you would. The first tweet has been sent to you. The Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon is the first of two narrative expansions that can be purchased individually or bundled at a discount in the Outer Worlds expansion pass. A copy of the Outer Worlds on the same platform is required to play expansions. This following tweet was tweeted immediately afterwards. Greetings, employees of Halcyon. We're aware of an issue with the Outer Worlds peril on Gorgon DLC not being available on the Epic Game Store. While we work on a fix, those of you departing through the gate, this gate can enjoy... A zero G brew on us. We will share more info as we can. And now I ask you to complete the puzzle. Wooly, on PC, where can you play Outer Worlds? On store.privatedivision.com. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to walk you through the things that happen here. Outer Worlds came out as an Epic exclusive. Everybody remembers that, right? Okay. So, the day before the DLC came out, the Epic Store accidentally published the patch that would go along with the DLC, which was the 1.4 patch, up from 1.3. They immediately realized that that was fucked, so they rolled it back within like a couple hours. But that meant that if you had played during that time period, your save files became annihilated by being rolled back to an earlier patch number. Because you were trying to play the 1.4 patch save files on a version of the game that was in 1.3. Oh, fuck. Then, when the DLC went live, it turns out there was no way to actually literally buy it. Because it didn't have a store listing. It was only included with the existing expansion pass if you bought, like, the digital, the whatever the fuck. And they couldn't figure out how to actually put it on. Oh, this was no. then followed up, like, five, six hours later to find and purchase the DLC on the Epic Game Store. Search for Outer Worlds, and on the bottom of the game page, you'll find Peril on Gorgon listed under add-ons. Oh, no. Then people bought it and installed it, only to discover that the combination of events meant that many of them had save files that either couldn't start the DLC or were just permanently ruined. The first comment underneath this thread is, what about the issue of not being able to play it as you're stuck in the final mission? I don't know! Um, we've made... F this was the perfect encapsulation of... Me like, I was like, I want to play Tony Hawk, but I don't want to play it on the Epic Game Store. And people said, it's just a store. And then this happened an hour later. And it's like, this store breaks your games. 
the store deletes your save data. This store, which is the pre- the PC version of this game, is the premier like flagship place to play it. Is the only place where you actually can't play the new DLC. I was sent a review code for Peril on Gorgon, and I decided not to cover it because I just didn't feel like it. And goddamn, are they lucky that I didn't? Because this is all I would have been talking about while playing. It. So if you boot it up on that day, your file, your version got up, could be have corrupted completely. All oh, right, yeah. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That's, uh, Isn't that just wonderful? I'm glad to hear Epic's doing okay. Is Epic doing okay? I don't know, Epic. If you can, if you let us know, reach out. Blink twice. Loss of, what, 30 million a week? Because of the Apple shit? That number kept changing. I don't know what... Yeah, because it's fake. I don't know what... It's made I, up. It's projection. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means anymore. Like, it, 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 it's something It's something big. But I don't know what the actual number is. Anyway. What a piece of shit. Turned that sponsorship down. I was going to play Spellbreak earlier today and then didn't because it's on the Epic. Um, well. Anyway, so we talked about X-Boost. Excuse me. Cross-Boost. Shut up. We talked about. Shut up with that the showcase of ps5 stuff happening on september 16th but you know only we're not going to be able to cover only because we'll be doing the rtx panel um is there another screen nearby that will be covering that however <laughs> yeah, prob- yeah probably yeah okay yeah. all right cool yeah I, yeah yeah probably yeah yeah i can't cover it but my my, my phone is right here so um <laughs> And hey, look at that. Everybody can get the fuck out of Brian Lee O'Malley's house because Scott Pilgrim is back. Hooray! I would like to say to everyone thanking Ubisoft for bringing it back, don't do that. They're the ones who kept it away. They literally held it back the entire time. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, a couple, a couple of thoughts here. First of all, uh, I was fully planning. Tur- so it turns out, in all these years, there was a way to actually get the game running again and to go to get it pre- as preserved on 360s. There was a method yet to jump through some some hoops to get it, but there was a video I was sent a while ago about how to do that. I was fully intending to go do the legwork, gets get it running, and then. Uh, uh, pop that shit in and take a look at it as like a rare instance of something that can't be done otherwise. And, um, you know, Scott Pilgrim, it would have been fun to, to be like, Hey, look, here's a game that proves that, you know, digital storefronts can sometimes be completely not real. However, 
you know, timing is as, as it is. Hey, look, they're coming out with it again. It's making it to Switch. And, uh, I think they said PS4 as well. Not PS, not PC though. No Steam, right? So, nah. you know, um, consoles only. But hey, it's coming back. That's cool. Um, this game, I've, you know, touched on it a couple times, but overall, I feel it's all right. It's, it's not it's, the greatest. It doesn't have all the wild ability. You're not going to see combo videos like Streets of Rage 4 or River City Girls coming out of Scott Pilgrim. It's it's less than the sum of its parts. That's exactly the way I phrased it. It is and, made yeah, by saw that. Anna Managuchi, Paul Robertson, right? Amazing music, amazing sprites. And the source material, Scott Pilgrim, of course, is really fun. So all of these three things coming together are great. Uh, but the actual game itself, the, 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 you know, the combat, the competency of the gameplay is, it's, eh, it's all right. It doesn't really shake the world by, by, by the balls or anything. It, it, you, you know, it's just a very, that, that, it's a, it's a, it's a classic but limited beat em up. Um, and, uh, I would not describe it as fun as fuck. I would describe it as no. all right. But the sprites and the uh, music uh, are incredible. I would describe it as a really good excuse to create a new Alma Hanaguchi album. Yeah. A little bit of that as well. Uh, I I just wish that, like, you know, the fourth component of that, like, amazing meeting of the minds would have been um, not... Ubisoft, but I don't know. Um, dot mu or 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 way forward or you know yacht club. Yeah. <sighs> you know what my favorite part about Scott Pilgrim coming back is? Hmm? Getting to see people go. You know. I don't think Scott was a good person, guys. <laughs> did you know? I'm sorry. Did somebody miss out on the idea? Like, did you not? The the fucking, like, they literally spell it out for you in the comic. Did someone yeah, miss this? Oh, yeah, dude, are you serious? There was like a massive Scott's like, an asshole. Like, hey guys, that's put just to let you know Scott Pilgrim's not a good person. But that's like the point, and everyone of like the back ha- and everyone goes, yeah, that's the the point. back hat. Like the last three fucking of volumes of six are like pretty much about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a bad person. Just because he's on the cover of the thing doesn't mean I don't what. Ah, oh, whatever. He's a, he's a bad person. The movie is shorter, and, uh, and the movie doesn't explore as much as, yeah. as as the comics do, for sure. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim is a bad person, and he's not particularly good to women. So it's good that Ubisoft would bring this game back. Hey ho! How appropriate. I mean, it is interesting how, like, with each announcement, they've got to pretty much tack something onto it to be like. I think they what did they say? They said like this is the beginning of a journey or something like that. Yeah, well, so, mm. yeah, it's not, 
it's not the it's not the logo everybody wants to see right now, but it's attached to fucking everything, isn't it? Including Prince of Persia. Oh man. That game looks terrible. Sands of Time is coming back. Oh man. That was such a wet fart of a fucking announcement. Oh Jesus. I what was the Jake Gyllenhaal game? That was The Forgotten Sands. That was based on the movie? No, it just came out alongside the movie. And it was an original game? Yeah, it had nothing to do with it. Hmm, okay. Because I wasn't fully paying attention... But I thought that Forgotten Sands was a reboot slash remake of Sands of Time. I feel like it was supposed to have come out before. He was wearing the same clothes. It was... So I thought he was doing Sands of Time again. But if it's something else entirely, then I, I missed that. Okay. It was something else. You know what's way more interesting than that game? Do you see how they had the Ubi Forward event and then before the event they released another video with Yves Germo being like, listen, we're very sorry that our company loves Ray. I heard about that. Did you see what their explanation for why it wasn't part of their event? No. Timing constraints again. Naturally. They just didn't have time to put it in the event that we 100% control and has no time limit on. Oh, the, 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 the pre... The, the, the controlled stream? Well, yeah, because the Ubi Forward was an event that was digital only and it was a stream that they did by themselves and was entirely, like, pre-recorded. Like, there are... We, there is a... Const- <laughs> there are rules on when we click the live button and then the stop streaming button. Yeah. Which led to my favorite interaction I've ever seen from Jeff Keighley, which was the explanation. I just sent it to you. which the explanation tweet and Jeff just going, come on. Nice. (laughs) Nice. It's like, can you guys just stop being total scum for like a second? Well, I think the idea is, can we message the people who are really angry and make the people who don't know anything about this not know anything about this? No. No, you can't. But we really want to. Because... I know you really want to. I know. If you don't know about it, we, I don't want you to know about it. And if you do know about it, I want you to know I'm sorry. But if you don't know this about it, then I want you to not know, know about, about it. This makes everyone know about it more. And bad. <clears throat> but if you didn't know about it and now you know about it, then you might not like it when I tell you about my new game. And then we're gonna sh- we're gonna we're gonna take advantage of that by showing off like a terrible looking Prince of Persia remake. Well, um, <laughs> they're so shitty. Franchise ain't dead. Uh, now, would you like to talk about Godfall? 
Yeah, let's talk about Godfall. I I, I gave you the option. Fuck it, let's talk about it. What do you want to talk about Godfall? Okay. Uh, is Godfall what my brain thought Warframe was before I saw Warframe? Yeah, maybe. Did you see the combat trailer? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Okay. Somebody needs to turn the saturation down. Oh, look, zero sword. Uh, It appears to be 3VE. And, you know, there's some some combat happening on screen. I don't hate... That game is... I don't. It's still in a weird. Place. I don't hate the combat though. I don't hate that. I don't hate the slides like- and the sidesteps and the dashes and the mobility. I feel like we need hands-on to know. Um, you know. Yeah, zero from Borderlands. Is how you can use his sword in it. Most of the time... This game is in a weird place. Because here's the deal. When you see a trailer like this and you go like, I need to see... Um, I need to see it in... I need to see gameplay. And I'm looking at gameplay and I'm like, yeah, they're moving. That does not... All doesn't... Right. Like, the combat looks interesting. I will... I will... I will change the phrase, I need to say see gameplay from... I need to see uninterrupted, non-highly edited gameplay. All right, let's see more. And honestly, C isn't even the right word because I need to actually literally feel it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, this this exists in the uh, bizarre category of coverage where I'm literally looking at it and going, this is either a scam or a sleeper hit. Well, like when I when I think about things where the com- games where the combat is um, not my favorite, but I'm surprised by what it brought. Slash, like when the combat is like, oh, that was there was more going on than I expected. It kind of lands in, in there. Like I had that feeling with Reckoning. Uh, I remember, uh, looking, I remember when I first touched, um, what was it called? Uh, Absolver. I was like, oh, okay. There's some, some, a couple of things happening here. That's interesting. And, um, yeah, it, it looks like it might land in that, like, uh, or, uh, uh, Senua's Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Right? Where you're like, this is not like the, the, uh, you know, it's not mountaintop shit, but, I'm like, oh, but there's some, there's some stuff happening here that is interesting. Um, it, it feels like it, remi- it reminds me of that sort of energy, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I would like to see more of what's happening in this in this combat trailer. I want to see if it actually ends up feeling consistently like what these these highlights show off. Because if so, then sleeper hit could be it, you know. I'm trying to find uninterrupted footage, and I'm having a- no. This this was the reveal. This was the gameplay reveal. Yeah. Um, and three uh, ve is also uh, a format that's that's fun. 
Destiny has made that extremely the next thing. You get three three friends. That's the that's the that's the correct number. Everybody's got two other friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Apex. Uh, test your skill, da, 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 solo, or alongside with three versus enemy online co-op play. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean... It- Man, I feel... I. F- feel so happy for two snacks he's his meme is memeing up very big now have you seen that um which one the ekum bokum corona thing no i didn't it's exploitable to shit uh i do feel that as far as uh their games go this is the one in the genre that appeals the most to what i'm interested in playing now, this isn't actually made by Gearbox, right? This is being published by Gearbox? I thought it was a Gearbox game. No, 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 no. This is, uh, this is made by a different company. Give me a second. Godfall. Developer. I believe this is being made by Counterplay Games. Okay. Published by Gearbox Publishing. Okay, so... There's a shot. But as we... As we, uh... Discussed earlier, bad publisher, bad. Mm -hmm. So who knows? I'm just uh, generally the my comparison point was to um, uh, uh, Borderlands and uh, uh, fucking what's it called? Overwatch. Huh. So. They're, they they worked on devs on it worked on Destiny Shocker and Duelist the free to play collectible card game. Interesting. So yeah, just to say, um, in in the full, uh, in the in the video, you know, like if we if we get to see a game that mostly consists of combat, uh, on the level of what was teased there. Uh, that looks like it could be fun. It could be. Oh, I'm looking at this this interview thing. That Monster Hunter is an inspiration. Well, that's a good place to start. Cool. I hope so. All right. What else? I certainly hope so. Um. Because I, mean, I feel I f- I'll play that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Like if it's coming, like it's coming with the baggage where you're like, okay, so uh, just 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 based on where it's coming from, it has the fucking weight of the world to to prove where where you're coming in with a preconceived bias of like I'm already gonna hate this. Uh, yeah. But if the trailer is is showing me what it's showing me, and if it's consistent with that, then it's got its fair shot. I will probably when that's is that soon. What do we got? Uh, a bunch of pre order shit. PlayStation. F- uh, oh, it's the first announced PS to be announced so to be announced PS five. Okay. 
I'll, I will probably try that out on some kind of they story. they didn't announce PvP, but um, a shocker, it's gonna have it. Five weapons. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much you know what's going on. The all right. Uh, one other little thing I wanted to toss in there, which I came in at the last second, which I thought was pretty. F- oh. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, you're familiar with Mr. Barkley uh, of Shut Up and Jam fame, Reginald Barkley from Engineering. Um, Chuck. He hangs out in the in the holodeck too much. Mr. Chaos Dunk himself. Oh. So you can't just do Mr. Barkley because my brain goes Star Trek immediately like that. So they've been trying to get Charles Barkley to be an NBA 2K for a long time now because they have a bunch of legacy roster Mm -hmm. uh, people that show up. And he keeps going, nah, fuck that. (laughs) And uh, then he sat down to do an interview for um, this kid's channel. And the the kid asked him, like, hey, why aren't you in nba 2k and he basically said because i want i because i i'm i i told them to uh every time they call me every year they call to ask to put him in the game and he keeps telling them not until you start paying all the other old players for their appearances give go give the old retired players their million dollars give 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 retired players that are not um currently in the spotlight like that money for their appearances and then he'll take and, then he'll take the and then the pay. they say nice talking to you mr barkley we'll uh, talk to you next we'll year. talk to you again next year <laughs> uh and then and then and then when you die we'll talk to your son yeah so uh charles charles barkley is on some king shit he fucking rules the the, the madden and uh 2k stuff has been well we don't we don't play those i mean i i'm not going to speak for you but i definitely have not touched a real ass sports game in decades hey uh, i've i've i played nba 2k 16 quite a bit oh that's true that's true <laughs> that's true that did happen that did happen you're right i was there okay uh but the fucking uh the backlash on those is just crazy this year like they're terrible and they are ju- they are just uh, the thing that everybody has always said like they're just reskinned last year uh to the point where if you zoom in on like the Madden stands you can see that some of them weren't updated and they just literally say like Madden 2020 nice. instead of Madden 2021 nice like the the EA getting that license is like the worst thing that could ever happen to sports games it's so bad but yeah um that's one of those like super legit things, you know. And uh, uh, Michael Jordan, I remember he 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 uh, also was like not around. He wasn't in any of them for a while, I think, until that one specifically. But uh, good on good 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 shit, good shit, Chuck. And then they told they told Mr. Jordan that they would run over several children with a car, and he was like, "All right, who's taking who's oh, taking man. odds." Mr. Jordan, we will allow you to bet on this childhood vehicular manslaughter. Are you in? Only if he can watch it on an iPad 
and then create lots of big gifts. I am a yeah. So fun story there. Michael Jordan's such an asshole. <laughs> it's why he's the best. Is that is that why he's the best? It is intrinsically linked to his bestness. I don't know. Steph Curry seems like a nice enough guy. <laughs> <laughs> Without being a piece of shit that brings his high school coach out to the audience 50 years later so he can shit on him in a public forum, you don't think Steph Curry would do that? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think he would do that. <laughs> shit none to none to wash away the the excuse then like here's a decent player who's not like <laughs> i gotta say though oh, i will say that michael jordan acts like the rich person you fantasize you might become if you won the lottery just like what if i could just get all those assholes from high school and just throw them in the ocean and then laugh ha 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 and then and then michael jordan does that Look, man, like, oh. not everybody who gets to the top is an asshole, but a lot of assholes get to the top. You can climb faster if you got your stomping boots oh, on. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. you, you, and, and you got to catamari uh, uh, a following of people so that you then have a steady supply of, of stompables to hold your position up top. You know, that's that's those kids look like good leverage. It, it it works works well at the Ellen show. Just you know. So just fucking. You saw? Have you seen Eric? Have you seen what Eric looks like now? Andre. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Recently, no. Okay. I know All he's right. coming back though. I'm gonna hit you with this. Gonna hit you with this now. You said you were a fan of slugs? Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's not. Yeah, I guess you can tweet that, can't you? You can do whatever you want on Twitter. Damn. So, the, so fifth season's incoming, He's, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw the set. I saw the set, and yeah, he seems to have, he seems to have taken uh, not being the new Ellen to heart. Mm. Um, he does not have Abu Ghraib in the back studio. No. Okay, cool. No, it's out in front. All right, with the guests. All right. Um, I hope he pretends it's the Ellen show. I want people to walk into that set thinking they're going to be on Ellen. And then seeing mm. Eric Andre and being like, fuck, I'm on the fucking Eric Andre show, god damn it. Too late, we're already dancing. We're already dancing. And I hope there's an audience, a live audience, that are all, like, middle-aged Ellen moms. Because then... Is, is there an audience? To the, to the Eric Andre show? No. Yeah. It's just the staff. No, there's nothing. It's just the staff. Yeah. 
It's an empty yeah, set, Yeah, right? of course it is. You think they're going to let a fucking bear out on a set with an audience? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck Johnny Carson and Dale Letterman. Did I it. mean, like... I think it's quite clear, especially when he's like, uh, this bit's not funny anymore. Uh, I don't really want to do this anymore. <laughs> As the bear is fucking, uh, so, you know, rummaging. I sent, by the way, I sent you, uh, I sent you a fucking another tweet and like, it's got scenes from the upcoming thing. So the solution to how do you keep getting people in NYC with the Eric Andre bits? And the answer is, I guess, total full body. Stop being, stop being Eric Andre. Yeah, he is like the one. In the the shot of him in the subway is I like that is a completely different person. You would never be able to tell. Uh, that being said, though, um, I now that like he's he's done some interviews. I was listening to him on an interview on on like a show the other day because he had like a new project coming out. Uh, besides this, and he was also like, you know, the devil in, um, that Matt Groening show there on Netflix, yeah. the Netflix one, um, be, uh, whatever it was, uh, Enchanted, I think, or whatever. Um, whatever, that shit bombed. Disenchanted? Yeah, so, so, so he, uh, so it's, like it's it, it seeing him in other normal roles kind of like creates a like all right there's the dude and then there's the character on the show there's the Stephen Colbert and then there's the Stephen Colbert you know right. you get you get a little bit of that I don't know Eric Andre I remember you, you ever see him on Hot Ones mm, no I don't I haven't really watched Hot Ones because Hot Ones is pretty all right and when he was on Hot Ones he's just he was describing. Um, like what he was like in high school, and he described uh, that this one time he saw a girl he liked, and said, "Hey, check this out!" and smashed his hands through the fire uh, extinguisher glass and cut his arms up, and then held his arms out like Jesus and started going stigmata, <laughs> and like I'm pretty sure, like no, he that that like, dude is in there. But he's also a professional, but he's also that dude. In the same way that Hannibal Buress is also that dude while still and being also in there. Landlord yes, yeah, you know. Uh, but the one that really got me, that made me feel really, really, really bad for Eric Andre, more bad than almost any known person I can think of. Everybody that works in this business has an awkward story where somebody was kind of weird, right? I've run into people that were kind of weird, and you got to run away and you have and everybody has but eric says he was in toronto eating a sandwich at a deli and some like 17 year old said holy shit eric andre and ran over and just started kneeing him as hard as he could in the back because it's the eric it's eric andre ha 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 and dude's just going like come on man i'm just trying to i'm trying to eat my sandwich. what the fuck <laughs> is that what happens when you meet chat yeah, that's 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 what, what it is, isn't it? And the weirdest thing about that story is that if I saw Eric Andre and a camera and could visually recognize it was Eric Andre, I would turn my ass around and leave. Yeah, I don't want to be yeah. anywhere near that shit. No, that's 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 for the best. I don't want a pizza ball. I don't want to meet the octopus. 
I don't want to. I don't want to drink from the cereal chalice that is his body. You might end up uh, with, with, with a whole bunch of fucking cereal on you, and then after the don't after it. the bit is filmed, he will be very polite and clean it all up and wipe your pants down. Like you see him standing on the fucking subway. Was it was it, was it a cake or whatever? Whatever he was holding. He's done. He's standing uh, on the, the subway. Bit on the subway. He's done the the Africanized beat, and it just bit. like it's all gonna fall over, and like you're gonna get the two seconds for air, and then you have the <laughs> next twenty minutes of him cleaning it up, s- profusely apologizing to everybody. All right, I got a question one. Question one, right now. What's your fair Eric Andre bit? Go. Uh, <laughs> it's not real, but kicking Flava Flav in the face destroys oh, me no, every real. time. It's not a real. It destroys me every okay, time. So that's so. You know what? You know what? Ironically enough, this shows the difference between me and you. My favorite, favorite Eric Andre bit is the blind man in the jewelry store bit, where he walks into a real ass jewelry store, takes his cane, and just smashes the display case on a bunch of diamonds and just tries to take them and the security guard fucking just gets them <laughs> and then it's it, the bit instantly cuts and is overlaid with audio of talk to the jewelry store i don't care i'm not going to jail for this fucking <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and it's like no that that what are you fucking when you get there stupid eric um you know, uh, uh, runners up to Lance Reddick and uh, Lance Reddick, yeah, yeah. warp speed, and and uh, 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 how many babies can you pick up? Uh, uh, what, what you doing over there, cop? Cop? Uh, That's some cool ass shit. That's <laughs> do some cool ass shit. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go gonna, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there with uh, cop Hannibal. Um, let's take some email. <sighs> All right. If you want to send in an email, send that to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. We could talk to you about your email. It could be funny. I don't know. It could be terrible. What do we got this week? I'm fidget spinning in the background if you guys can't tell. Hello, Funko Pop and Funko Dorb. About two months ago, Tight Kubo released a standalone manga called burned the witch it was going to be a standalone single chapter but then a month later a limited run was announced and released in the last chapter their version of the 13 courtyard squad was introduced i think this question has been asked before but it's been a while have you recently consumed any media where it was uh expanding to become bigger than the original promised uh scale uh, yeah, you you bet your ass if someone is making a fucking manga or, or, or anime thing that's going to get picked up these days, they're going to try to make it, like, expandable. You have to put those hooks in it, it's, to it's try like and create a, a career. I've heard it described as the Shonen Jump problem in that I had my premise, I got picked up by Shonen. Here comes... Fuck. Here comes here comes the tournament. tournament, and here comes all the new characters in the tournament. Yeah, every time, you know, outward expansion of 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 the world is is how you create a fucking multi million dollar franchise to a 
power your your fucking house for the rest of your life and b um you know show up in guest games like like fucking jump whatever i think think dbz might be the ultimate because it's 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 the blueprint for everybody and I don't have any ideas. Here comes the tournament is the spawn of like seven different arcs in Dragon Ball. But also the I don't but here comes the tournament would bring out some characters, but a <laughs> bunch of nothings. And there'd be like one oh, yeah. that sticks around or two. And then in the end the roster is what it is. But like I think that formula gets much more distilled going forward towards your 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 bleaches, Naruto's and um Hunter Hunters, One Pieces, etc. You know, I I have not heard anything good about um, Burn the Witch. It's kind of is sad because now that he's free of Bleach, well, you would expect. Well, the question is: is like you know, is there going to be, um, is this going to surpass the quality of his previous work? I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the overall quality of Bleach is at. <laughs> right? Like what what is the what is the now that Bleach is finished takeaway of Bleach? Um yeah. I uh not I'm seeing a lot of bad. There were, I mean I talked about the fall of Bleach not too long ago, but uh who actually it was a very I long see time ago. People saying it's but, it sucked after Soul Society. Wasn't that like 15 years ago? I tapped out after Soul Society. So I tapped out. I'm I'm relying on YouTube to fill me after in after Soul Society on on what's going on. Um did we not also just talk about uh the uh, uh, uh Kishimoto's new manga? What's he doing? Then he made a new manga with um is it Wizards? Something 13, but it's over now. Are wizards the new thing? Was it? Samurai. Eight. Samurai eight. Yeah. Oh, isn't that, isn't that, fin- yeah, we were talking about how it's being How it's done. Finished. It's super done. Yeah. Yeah. Shit got canceled. Got canceled. So. Well, that's that. Lightning ain't striking twice, it seems. What did, I, what did I say? Wizard 13? <laughs> you did. You did say that. Uh, I'm like, he went to some other genre of, of, of thing. Yeah, with a number. There we go. I, I got to see. Like, the, the, it makes me think, honestly, of things expanding past their scope. I think probably the best example is Resident Evil. Resident Evil 1's a house. Resident Evil 2, it's a city, but really, it's a police station, right? RE3 is the city proper. RE4 is like an entire small province. RE5 is an entire country. RE6 is multiple countries. And it's just like, fucking stop it. So what do we get for RE7? It's a house. It's a house. And hey, look, it's the best one in a while. And RE8? What? Oh, it's a It's a village. Then RE9 will be a city, and we'll just do the whole fucking thing again. Scale it down. I like a good scale down. There's nothing wrong with making your stakes 
relatable to a human being. I know I've asked this before, but Silent Hill for the room doesn't just stay in the room, does it? No. Hmm. You go out into the, the other world through a portal in your bathroom. Damn. And it's terrible. What about the baby head monster? Yeah, that one's pretty. That was a really scary monster. Only in one area in the game. Yay! Hey, Wooly, it does have the baby head monster, but you know what that game also has? A persistent pursuer enemy that's a man with a gun that just shoots you. So, like, gun Mr. X? Yes. His name is Walter. Okay. It's possibly the least Silent Hill thing ever. Silent Hill 4 is one of the only games I can think of where an established team that's done great things tries to branch out with new ideas, and all I can say is, fucking stop, oh my god. And then I said that too strongly, and that's what happened, and now Silent Hill is ruined forever. Got one coming in from Jake. He says, Dear Dogfather and ahead of the game VTuber, after Persona 4 Golden came out on Steam this year, I decided to dip my toes in the Persona pool for the first time and fell in love instantly. Spent my summer doing two playthroughs of P4, collecting all achievements, had a blast, decided to play some other games in the series. I don't own a PS4. Looked into emulating uh, FES after wrestling with for a couple of, for, with it for a couple of hours, I got it running and was immediately interested in the story and characters. A couple hours in, but I can already tell I'll enjoy this as the OST is full of bangers. But some parts of this game have not aged well, especially after four. Oh, um, lack of ability to control my direct party members in battle. Um, yeah, as we said, the AI taking control and having to choose what they're going to do. We, we, yeah, all that shit. Um, Marin fucking Karen. There's a couple options to fix this. None are ideal. There's a community made hack uh, for party members, but the hack also disables some items and abilities and breaks and means I won't be playing the game uh, as designed. Um, I also looked at P3 Portable, which allows you to pick uh, between FemC or uh, MC, but the I heard it's missing a handful of other things about the game that I do enjoy. When looking up that version of the game to play, it seemed the consensus was to start with Fess and maybe do a second playthrough on Portable. Uh, I'll probably just forge ahead with Fess and the community hack, but I have conflicted feelings. Wish they would uh, port their games and remaster yeah. definitive editions. Have you had an experience with a game like this where the mods or hacks fix problems, but you have reservations about using them? Uh, okay, well, first off, um, that's a that's a decent question. Yeah. So first off, I uh, it, now that Punch Mom's gone through P five and uh, P four G, at some point uh, she was going to crack open P three, and I was trying to decide whether or not it should be. Oh God! It, uh, we, the warnings have been put in place. That's such a stupid, awful way to go through that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. But it's the way it is. And uh, I was wondering if, like, portable would be the route to go. <laughs> portable, portable, Because portable. one, FEMC, and two, uh, you minimize the running around by turning it into a map. Um, and it, 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 Who cares about that shit? It's controlling the party members. You control the party. Yeah, all right. All right. 
You you can't go so back. So what's to that. missing then? It's too infuriating. What's missing? You know, uh, what what's the problem with being able to actually run around in the? Is open. that it? Yeah. Because I know that and the anime cutscenes. The anime cutscenes were replaced with incredibly terrible uh, in-engine cutscenes. Uh, okay. As well as a couple minor features that I don't particularly think matter all that much, but the oh, and answers. Who be fuck of off? It. Who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because that's the one thing is like you know, Fess has some, uh, but 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 also besides the 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 the, the fucking the dated shit on, on 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 like demon fusion and, and controlling party members, um, there's also like like if. She can do like FemC, for example. That's a whole other series of relationships in the game that I know nothing about. I, I would say FemC is like a legitimately better character and more interesting social links than than P3MC. Okay. She's really fun. If there was a way to like play if she could like play portable and then know when to go check out a cutscene, that'd be ideal. Yeah, you you can yeah you that but, yeah yeah do but that. But I don't know where the parts are, you know. But that would be, well, I guess you'll just have to just have to be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that'd probably be the ideal. Uh, the only game that I can think of that would apply to this is uh, when Witcher Two came out. I played it and was really annoyed by the item limit, the weight limit, and I don't tend to actually mod out the weight limit in games. I try and work within them because i'm like ah it's the way they designed it and i got annoyed around a couple hours in and installed the overnight i think it was the over nine thousand weight mod uh and i was like okay well i'm just gonna fucking play with this now and then a couple hours in after that i was like man am i ruining the game for myself by playing with this weight mod i'm gonna take it off and then played it for about 10 more minutes and my inventory filled up. And I was like, oh my fucking god, this is the worst. If you play Witcher 2, play with a goddamn inventory weight mod. Because holy shit. It, that shit is terrible. Um, yeah, so... Mods where there's reservations... Not like 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 because I mean obviously shit like content restored in Kotor is is just wildly you have to do it um, just flat improvement. The most yeah. the, the, the recently I guess the the closest thing to this is uh, when I was discussing uh, Half Life Two and uh, made the mistake of igniting oh, some God, kind man. of current war between those who are all about M mod and those who are all about the original experience. And you should play the original experience. Well, everyone has opinions, and they're very strong, and they uh, they yell about them a lot loudly. <laughs> the, the the argument that I would make, Wooly, is that the mods that are being recommended for Half Life Two are significantly different, and if you want to play the game that like came that, out as it was, mm-hmm. you will not you will not actually have that experience. Yeah, I dude, I've I mean, I, I've I've heard I've sat there and heard like both sides go at it for a minute and I've drawn my conclusions, but I I I did not know that this was such a powder keg. But yeah. Yeah, cuz 
Because it. Let me let me put it to you. So the one that, the game that I'm the most familiar with in terms of modding is New Vegas. Uh, Fallout New Vegas, right? There are three. There are essentially three ways to play New Vegas. It like you know, there's a million mods you can install, but there's three. There's New Vegas. I'm gonna play New Vegas, and maybe you install some bug fixes. Or you know what? But it's like vanilla, right? Then you've got what's called the Jay Sawyer mod, which is a mod created by the lead Jonathan Sawyer. Wait, Josh Sawyer, not Jonathan. Josh Sawyer, and it's like, listen, this is shit that I wanted to include in the hardcore difficulty option. Uh, it's the way I always intended the game to be played. It's, it's, you know, it is essentially the director's cut of the game, right? Uh, and it does stuff like make weight limits more extreme and makes damage a lot higher and makes it, you know, like the gunfights are a lot shorter, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing, right? And then you have, uh, the community mod, which is called Project Nevada, which is the one that was cultivated and worked on for years and years and is just a a shit zillion extra features and all sorts of shit and changes the way the it genuinely improves the way the game is played a lot and project nevada is an explicitly better version of new vegas so what's the problem that doesn't play anything like new vegas uh okay you're divorcing the experience so far from what it was that you wouldn't call it the same game. It is it is a new, better game that is very, very different okay. from New Vegas. I don't really like Project Nevada. I don't really care for it. So if someone is walking in to experience this for the first time... You think it would be the wrong move to go for the modded into a different version of the game solution. And here's where the arguments get much more extreme with games like this. Because Half-Life 2 is a 12 to 18 hour game, right? New Vegas is a big fucking game. Mm-hmm. And you're probably not going to play it back to back twice unmodded and modded. You're probably going to play it once. Once. So then it becomes, why wouldn't you play Project Nevada mm-hmm. to have the best possible first experience? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, exactly. And, it, and the answer then becomes, for people like me, I don't really like some of the changes. Okay. Because when it came to, you know? when it came to uh, um, Half-Life 2, after hearing it, uh, what the consensus kind of... Well, it's not a consensus. There was none. But what I concluded is play the original so that you experience the flawed classic the same way everyone else has yeah so that you will have the like her- you will have the knowledge of this according to what everyone else knows and um it will be like that version in your head mm-hmm. like currently for example i have uh a version of New Vegas installed on my PC called Viva New Vegas, 
which is a total conversion mod pack that is made out of 272 mods that people have like converted into one mega mod that you install via either a 10-hour process or a program called Wabberjack, uh, which is has its base on uh, the Sawyer mod. Uh, and it is fucking different, man. Like, these kinds of things are best, in my opinion, for, hey, man, did you play vanilla and like it? Do you want a reason to justify to yourself of playing through this giant game again? Mm-hmm. That's why I would always recommend some vanilla-ish version for everyone. Because if you play through Half-Life 2 and go, man, Half-Life 2 is the shit. Fuck yeah, install whatever the fuck you want on it and go through it but again n- and be like, oh, this is a cool new way to experience. But knowing that I won't be going through these things again, I don't have a problem going <laughs> either way on it. I don't have a problem picking the, the superior, newer take on something, kn- knowing that I'm not going to do that replay. Yeah. You know? So like, when you eventually tell me, Pat, today's the day I want you to tell me how to turn on New Vegas, I'm going to have to do a bunch of fucking soul searching on that. And ask people who aren't me for advice because I don't want to steer you wrong. Um, well, you're not not selling me on Project Nevada. It's good. You're not not selling me on it. It has it has some features that I fucking hate. Like a, a, when you put on helmets, it can put on a helmet overlay that like fucks your vision up the entire time you have the helmet on. Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. that. Um, and a lot of people are going to probably shit their asses that the number one reason why I don't like Project Nevada is that it, it adds a sprint function to the game that you can't use on controller. No. Because I actually play these games on controller and people don't like well, it. Well, that's a, that's a big, that's a big deal for me. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's huge. Hmm. Okay. Well... You know, um, yeah, it's 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 whatever. It's it's just it's gonna be the way it is, and I and I understand when I'm coming into something with a, a um, like, hey, there is not gonna be a replay, so I'm gonna miss this side or that side of the experience or whatever. But I, I've had this discussion. Me and Reggie were talking about this actually uh, the other day for a while. But like the, you know, and I think we touched on it here too with the whole with me and replaying things. But I've come to a state where. Like, I do not replay slash rewatch things very often because I would much rather spend that same time experiencing something new. I, I don't understand. You play fighting games all the yes, time. Yes, that's, that's because I'm playing against someone different. But that's, but, Wooly, that's the same match over. No, 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 no. I, 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 I hear what you're saying. Um, hmm. I don't, when it comes to something narrative that I'm playing for narrative purposes, then I'm playing, I'm looking for a different narrative. If I'm playing fighting games, it's not for the narrative. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was, it was just fun. Okay. The narrative is the reason why I'm playing <laughs> these games. If I'm not playing for a narrative, if I'm playing chess, then I'm going to... Yeah, I'll play chess again and again and again. Yeah, so honestly, what you're saying right now in the in the New Vegas example is a really good reason to not use Project Nevada because it turns it into way more of a shooter and way less of an RPG. You got you, you to actually mouse and keyboard to play? Yeah, it has it has all these things that make the shooting better and the shooting more accurate and the shooting 
uh, like there's a grenade hotkey button and there's a sprint button and, and there's bullet time and all these things to make the bad shooting better. <laughs> Fighting games are just roguelike. So oh, fuck you're like, off. I'm just going to use my fucking VATS button. <laughs> A fighting game is really a roguelike if you think about it. Uh, yeah, it's different every time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, mouse and keyboard are uh, are a, a huge uh, factor there. So hmm. we will see. Um, you know, Ono was onto something when he put the gems into Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Because mm-hmm. that's the most roguelike shit I can imagine. Motherfucker, did you see? Did you see the... Uh, nocturne fighting game mod mugen thing i did not someone has a mugen uh uh nocturne thing running where you take turns doing combos on each other until you deplete the life bar so in smt nocturne as, so the demi fiend is juggling jack frost <laughs> or black frost <laughs> okay. And then you continue okay. until you drop the combo. So he does a big old Marvel combo and then oh, drops nice. him down and then it switches to Black uh, uh, um, um, Frost's turn to do a combo on, on the fucking Fiend. And then they take turns. Can you send that to me or tweet yeah, that? Yeah, I'll, I'll go back and find it. It's, it's incredible. I'm like, that's brilliant. And turn-based fighting games can absolutely be a thing. A little bit of that Namco X Capcom juice. Don't you mean Namco Cross Capcom? I do. <laughs> it's good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, well, uh, we're about to. I'll t- I'll tweet it out in a second. Calm your tits. Um, Everybody needs to calm their tits. He has to. He can only Twitter so. Fast. Besides, you heard me say it. You'll probably find it before then. Um, watch the subreddit thread. The thing Wooly was talking about. Bam. Oh, the, it's there up. it is. Okay, yeah, Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last one, RTX Voice and the Great Dilemma. Hey, Wooly, Harrison, and Notorious PAT, Pat did a decent length demo on RTX Voice. Now he has a dog and it has a high-pitched random burst sound. Uh, why no RTX (laughs) Voice? Well, I don't know about you, but I gave a, uh, very clear test stream to RTX Voice for a week. We ran it on uh everything i was lping and the problem was it cut all the background noise out but every time we got excited the noise the 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 shit would peak into gibberish and garbled like it, beeps. It, 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 it's definitely not perfect it works as long as we're talking like this right now and as long as we podcasting st- yeah but the moment you get excited and or have two or three people talking at the same time it fucks up and can't handle it so rtx also kills any pop-offs uh i ran into a very bizarre issue in which rtx would not mute the dog or cat but would mute page damn like straight up it was it would people who watch those streams can remember Paige was like deleted from like background noise if she tried to talk but the cat screams and the dog's barks would come in no wow. problem who's the real animal <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry it was there it was there it was there <laughs> It was there. So uh, anyway, I'm not touching. Anyway, that shit. anyway. <laughs> um, what the fuck you 
<laughs> nothing, nothing, honey. What do you say? Nothing. Don't worry about it. You can't hear anything. Damn! Why don't you, why don't you turn RTX voice on right now? <laughs> Please get me out of the. <laughs> Please end this podcast. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>